1: Edition of, that's right, the Arnie State Show. Good morning to you. Hopefully you're having a great morning so far. We got a lot of stuff to talk about on the show. Got some great stories sent to me. Erize sent me a great story that I already had. We're going to talk about that, like, second thing out of the gate. We got all kinds of stuff to talk about. First of all, though, first, 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 first. Let, 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 let's make sure I, I can find it. Okay, it's in music beds. Let's see. There it is. Boom. It was announced yesterday, the NFL schedule. Before we get to that, let's get some good mornings in, huh? Shall we? Shall we let's get some good mornings in. Uh, Dave Co, first one here. Okay, I'm first. Now I'm going to sleep. See you in seven hours. All right, Dave Co, first one here. Straight Fire says, "Dave, code. You have to borrow a phone to type that." Morning, ass. What's up, Straight Fire? Douglas says, "Happy Friday Eve, ass family." Tim goes, "I got bad news for you, Douglas. It's Thursday." Oh, Eve. God damn it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I hear you. It is my Friday though. No show tomorrow, and, and Brad knows that. Brad's like, "Morning, bigging asshats too." It's kind of like Friday with no show tomorrow. Yeah, got business stuff tomorrow. Got to take care of it. Hopefully growing the show, baby. Growing the show. Doug says, uh, Tim LMFAO. That's okay, bro. Hot Mama says, Happy Friday, Eve, ass. Right back at you, Hot Mama. Rise says, Good morning. Sassy Pammy, good morning. Happy Friday to you, Arnie. Well, thank you. Christopher, my man in Fresno, dodging bullets. Good morning, my friend. Uh, Let's see. Braddy Kid's here. Good morning, Braddy Kid. I hope you have a good day. Send good vibes by Braddy Kid's way. She's not feeling good. Uh, Derek says, good morning, ass family. I hope you have a great day, a great Thursday. Well, thank you. All right. So, now I live in Dallas, right? Right now we got a PGA event, I, and I'm I'm kind of confused. This has got to be a PGA rule. The PGA, the Byron Nelson Classic, first time it's ever been held outside of Dallas County. It's up in McKinney. It's about 20 minutes away from No, I'm not going. I don't like going to golf tournaments. Golf tournaments are boring. I like I, I, television coverage so much better than going to a golf tournament. Unless it's a Masters, then I'll go to that. And, yes, I apply for tickets every year. Um, So, yeah, not, not it's up in McKinney. It's a, a new private course up there. I ain't played it yet. Probably won't ever play it. Nah, I'll end up playing it because me and Troy Aiken will become friends, and you know how that goes. Jesus. Uh, DNA says, good morning, Arnie and S family. Happy Friday. Uh, Eve, everybody. What's Friday? Eve. Morgan, but that's okay. I'm not here tomorrow, so yeah, it is kind of like Friday. But they're only allowing at this golf tournament 25% of patrons, fans, guests, onlookers, ticket holders. Now, I understand that. They're only offering 25%. Texas is open. Is this is a PGA rule? Because the NFL is planning on going full throttle, baby. Major League Baseball fucking Rangers are pretty much full throttle. They ain't 25%. I'm so excited. Uh, yeah, we, we, we we have people coming into town. We're going to go see the uh, when the Giants come to Arlington. We're going to go to that game. And it's dollar hot dog night. Uh-oh. Oh, the Rangers are in trouble that night. Dollar hot dog night and Arnie's there. Holy shit, man. So I'm looking at the schedule. I'm looking at uh, week one. Now, this is awesome, and it's not awesome at the same time. The Cowboys have the first game of the season. Thursday night against fucking Tampa Bay.
2: God damn it.
1: And it's in Tampa. And of course it is because they won the Super Bowl. That's the game I want to go. I just saw yesterday that Governor Dipshit in California is lifting the mask mandate June 15th. Yeah, that's what I hear. We'll see. I I hope for y'all's sake. I really do. This is the game I want to go to, though. And and by the way, I have no inkling to go to Tampa. Fuck going to Tampa. It's in Florida. You think I want to go to Florida? No, I want to see the game here. And I want to see... I, I I would love to be able to say I saw Tom Brady play in person. That would be awesome. I mean, back when I was a kid, we'd go to Mavericks games to see everybody else. I saw everybody. Going to Kings games, I went to Kings games to see everybody else. I saw everybody. Jordan, Bird, Dr. J, Kareem, Magic, everybody. Saw Troy play, saw Emmett play. Now, I... I, I, I there's one player I never saw play professionally, and that was Wayne Gretzky in person. I regret that one. Uh, Arnie, just remember uh, when you're sitting in the nostalgia table tomorrow and the guy's playing hardball, remember that firm handshake. You look him dead in the eye and say, I do eat ass. <laughs> Uh, Ohio's lifting the mass mandate for everything but nursing homes June second. Fucking Michigan, no end in sight. Of course not, because they have a corrupt governor. They have a corrupt system there, just like California's corrupt system. We're about to jump into it, and then we're going to get to this Oklahoma story. And we don't have a lot of stuff on government and COVID today. Thank God, we've got a lot of other just stories that are just out there, and we got to spend time on them. Because it's like, what the fuck is wrong with our country right now? Uh, got a call yesterday, and supposedly Caden was exposed to COVID at school. He can't go to school for ten days. I'm so fucking pissed. Three weeks left of school, and he's going to kiss uh, two weeks of miss two weeks of it. Yeah. I hope Brady gets hurt before uh, week four, so he never gets revenge against his Patriots. They play the Patriots in week four. Oh man. I'm sorry about that, hot mama. That sucks. Douglas says, Governor Hitler, I mean, Whitmer, is a tyrant. Yeah. He's only doing it because of the recall. Oh, yeah. As soon as he wins his reelection, that ma- your, your masks are back on after November. Even though there won't be any coronavirus anywhere, masks are going back on. Because he says so. Uh, other matchups in week one. I, I I'm looking at the ticket prices. That's what makes me laugh here. The tickets are as low as $339 for the Cowboys-Tampa Bay game. No thanks. Cheapest tickets on here? $42. The Houston Texans are at home against Jacksonville. Now, why would that be cheap? Getting to see Urban Meyer, Tim Tebow, number one draft pick? That's, That's a decent ticket. That's two shit teams. That ought to be an awful game. The most expensive tickets, though, are for the first Monday night game in uh, the 2021 schedule. The Baltimore Ravens are traveling to Las Vegas to take on the Raiders. Tickets are as low as $834. Uh, Oh, look at that. Look at V. Coop. Happy 15th anniversary to Mrs. V. Coop. That's awesome. That right there is awesome. Oh, and he'll lash out at people who he signed the recall like myself. Oh, he will. Oh, yeah. If they're making uh, our kids wear masks at school, why should we be corned? Hot Mama, come on. You're asking these, these logical questions that nobody has. Look, we all have the answers to them. But in this way, it doesn't matter. It's you got to do what the governor says. Ogre, buenos dias, amigo. Alicia, good morning. Happy Friday Eve. Yes, ma'am. Chris says, I don't know what a good price for pro sports are. How much uh, should tickets be? Well, they shouldn't be $834. I'll tell you that right now. This is what I told you was going to happen. The average cost of an NFL game is probably between $125 and $250. That's a ticket. Look, the NFL is expensive. It, it just is. Well, this year, $800 was what $300 was in 2019, so it's not that expensive. The reason why Raiders tickets are so expensive is because the the casinos have all the seats. All those luxury boxes, I, I, and I don't have this on, on fact, but I, I know how Las Vegas and gambling and gambling cities work. Every luxury box has been sold for the Raiders. That was the first thing they sold. Every casino, every executive has a luxury box, and those will go out to all the high rollers, the super high rollers. The whales, if you will. Then your other gamblers that you have, they're going to get your seats. Now, and, and, and what that means is the hotels are going to buy tons of season tickets. This is the one thing the Raiders will never have to worry about again is never being sold out. Hand to God. As long as casinos are in Las Vegas, that will keep that stadium full. And uh, the one game that I go to, so I did look at the Cowboys schedule. Uh, we haven't started the show yet, by the way. We're just talking. We are just talking because I got I to got talk about something else here. Uh, the only game I really would like to go to is the Thanksgiving Day game against the Raiders. They play against the Raiders. Hey, we, we beat the Chargers week two. Camp, I'm, I'm still on the fence on that one. Uh, let's see. Fuck, first game against Arizona is only forty one. Or uh, first home game against Philly is only forty one bucks. Shit. What's the what's the Raider game at ninety three? Okay. Hell yeah, I can deal with that. Where is that New England? Wait. Oh wait 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 New England schedule. Whew. They're at home against the Buccaneers. Week four. That's awesome. That that would be a fun game to watch. All right, now, 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 I, I got two things still. Two things still we got to talk about before we actually start the show. Elon Musk. Now, I don't know anything about Bitcoin or, or cryptocurrency. And by the way, I don't need it explained to me because I'm not going to live long enough for it to take over cash. I'm just not. I, I don't believe I am. Remember Saturday Night Live? And, and, and I, I'm going to say the Security Exchange Commission might want to look into something here. Elon Musk is all over Saturday night pimping about Dogecoin. I don't know what that. It's a cryptocurrency. I don't know what it's worth. I don't care. Came out yesterday and, say, yesterday and said Bitcoin, which is a different company than Dogecoin, still the same idea of this cryptocurrency. It's all a load of shit, by the way. Uh, he is no longer accepting Bitcoin. Because the way you get Bitcoin is you have, to, you have to harvest it. And it takes a lot of energy. And it's draining the environment because they're using... They have to drill for this stuff, right? Uh, Elon, <laughs> ha, 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 how do you think your batteries are made? Uh, they have to drill for that. So if they use too much coal and electricity for Bitcoin because it's bad for the environment. When is anybody going to break that to Elon? Hey, Elon, you ain't got a bunch of guys out there with hammers and and, and, and like like railroad ties and you're breaking rocks. They're doing the same thing for your Dogecoin or your Tesla batteries. Maybe this will be the end of the electric car. I don't know. I hope so. But yeah, I found that interesting. And there are a lot of people out there who are motherfucking Elon Musk up and down about this. Because Bitcoin is going to lose their ass. Isn't it all digital? It, it is because there's no coins. I, I, I know I've seen pictures of these coins and things. Somebody mentioned me in her story. What oh, that is awesome. Look at that. This is cool. I got, I got a shout out. Thank you so much, V. Coop's wife, Amy. Congratulations. She wrote, uh, fuck the other president's husband just made my day with a at Arnie State show giving us a shout out. That's awesome. Fantastic. Y'all have a great day. Ogre says, I barely understand Bitcoin and Dogecoin and Fuckcoin, etc. I keep hearing about these non-fungible tokens and go, huh? Like, it, it, it's, it, it has, like, no central bank to hold it or whatever. I, I don't, like, I, it's been explained to me a number of times. Not because I'm interested in it, because I want to be able to speak about it intelligently. And the shit's over my head. Way over my head. Not that There's a lot of shit that's over my head. So if it's way over my head like that, I'll just keep using, you know, uh, green. I'm, I'm fine with that. I'm cool with that. Now, last thing I want to talk about before we even start the show. <clears throat> Oprah Winfrey. This is what, this is the problem with America right now. This right here. She was doing some bullshit interview show with Rob Lowe. Probably talking about having sex with 14-year-old girls. Because they're both experts.
2: Ah, ah, ah.
1: You know I'm right. You, you know all her rape cases in Africa? And then the sex tape he made with 15-year-old a long time ago? That's what I thought. Yes, that's explaining the joke. Rob Lowe asked her about her most cringeworthy question. Well, he didn't even ask her. He was just bringing up Burt Reynolds for some reason. She goes, oh, I have a Burt story. But she didn't have a Burt story. She had a Sally Field story. She was interviewing Sally Field. And she said that she asked this question. She asked if Burt Reynolds slept with his toupee on. it was widely known that Burt Reynolds was going bald. He was still Burt Reynolds, and and Sally Field was sleeping with him at the time. That's kind of an invasive, mean-spirited question. That's the way I took it. And Sally Field shut down on her. She got cold. She shut down on her. Winfrey made sure to note that no one should be upset with Field over the awkward TV moment. Well, of course not. Nobody should be. They should be mad at you, stupid ass. But see, this is Oprah thinking she does nothing wrong and somebody shuts down. That's that person's fault. This is why I hate Oprah Winfrey. How dare you ask if Burt Reynolds sleeps with his toupee on? Why don't you go to hell talking about the bandit that way? Yo, sorry-ass, precious wannabe. Alright, can, can, can we start the show now? Can we finally start? Okay.
2: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I have Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen.
1: Now we have this. I don't know if this is true or no. We've been asking the question now for at least the last hundred and what 15 days. Who is running the country? Today we may have an answer. Alleluia. 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 Uh, let's see. Oprah is the definition of the fourth estate that thinks they are intellectually untouchable. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. She does nothing wrong. Christopher says Sally Field showed she had some class. Amen. I'd have slapped her. How dare you talk about Burt Reynolds that way. All right. Allegedly, your sitting president of the United States of America is... Susan Rice. I know, right? Richard Grinnell, the former acting director of the National Intelligence under President Trump, said in an interview with CPAC that he believes that Susan Rice has assumed the role of shadow president. He continues, Biden is too weak to stop the progressive left from taking over. Kamala does not understand what's going on. We have a shadow president in Susan Rice, and no one is paying attention. We're paying attention, we just don't know who it is. Rice is one of many officials from the Obama administration that got a job in the White House. She's worth about 38 million dollars, one of the wealthiest people that works in the White House. She resigned last December for her role as a member of the board at Netflix. Uh, This guy goes on to say the foreign policy mess that they are creating is a mess because they are placating the far left domestically. And you're saying to yourself, "Well, wait, 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 what, 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 what foreign problem? Oh, you know that little dust up going on in Israel right now, dude. I'm just telling you right now, uh, if, if if you're Palestinian, it I, I respect. Look, I, I I love and respect everybody, but when you fuck with the chosen people, the Israelis, now come on, come on now, Have, has everybody got to see the the cool ass plane that's shooting the bombs? Hey, I'm rooting for Israel here. They're our closest ally. I'm on T. Te- i am on I am Team Israel, all the way. This administration is doing nothing. People are dying in the streets because Hamas attacked Israel first. Israel has to do it this way. Do you want to know why? I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you why. Christopher says, I don't respect the Palestinians. I respect life. I Look, look what they're doing, they're, they're trying to glob on and not let the, 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 the Israelis open up their, their country more because the Palestinians have this strip of land. Okay, great. If Israel did not react the way they've reacted to the Palestinians in Hamas... The, pa- the Israelis would be opening themselves up for Iraq to invade with bigger bombs. I'm just telling you the truth right now. Everybody in the Middle East and in Europe pretty much hates Israel. We're their friend. You got these fucking Hamas bastards who are trying to fucking shoot rockets into Israel. Israel's like, no, no we, we don't play that game. And now there are stories out there, and the leader of Israel, Benjamin Netanyahu, Or is that his name? I think that's his name. It used to be the guy. I don't know who the current guy is. Is it Kofi Annan? Is that it? Coffee? The coffee fellow? Well, when you set up your military base in a school, you lose all sympathy for me. Also, they are firing rockets blindly with no regard for civilian lives. Yes. You're talking about the Palestinians? Yes. Netanyahu. Hamas should be turned into hummus. It's Netanyahu. Yeah, okay. It is Netanyahu. Oh, I got it right. Look at that. I know my world leaders. Benjamin Netanyahu. I'm all on his side. Drop more bombs, motherfucker. And then, you know what I'd do? I would get on the mic. He's got on the mic because there's these stories of of groups of Israelis Hanging Palestinians, and there are stories of Palestinians hanging Israelis. Wait, 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 don't no. <laughs> you can't hang them? They only do that in America to black people. Goddamn cultural appropriation.
3: Oh, well, black people, the only people ever get hung.
1: Did you watch Ben Shapiro's video yesterday? It was good. No, I did not. I have not seen it. I I will look for it. If you've got it, email it to me. I like Ben Shapiro. I like the kid. Guys, it seems like he's a straight shooter. If he's wrong about something, he comes out and he admits he's wrong. I I, I respect the shit out of that. I respect the shit when he fucking nails leftists. Him and Charlie Kirk both. This is a problem. I did not vote for Susan Rice. Did anybody, did anybody even write in her name? Uh, can you post a link? I love Shapiro. Okay. Even though he is banned from flying. Who's banned from flying? Shapiro? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, Ben Shapiro. He's banned from flying all United States airliners. He's too busy destroying the left wing.
2: Hachi, chi, 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 chi.
1: Who the fuck is Susan Rice? What did she do? In the hold oh, on, I gotta look this up. I, we need to find out more about Susan Rice. Let's see. Black woman, so there you go. They they've got it. Uh, let's see. Uh, early life. Oh, she worked in the Clinton administration too. Probably sucked a few dicks. Uh oh. Oh no. Oh. On September 11, twenty twelve, diplomatic facility in CIA annex in Benghazi, Libya was attacked, resulting in the death of the United States Ambassador to Libya, U.S. Foreign Service Information Management Officer Sean Smith, and two former Navy SEALs, God bless their souls, Glenn Doherty and Tyrone S. Wood. On September sixteenth, Rice appeared on five major interview shows to discuss the attacks. Prior to the appearance, she was provided with talking points. Each of the 11 drafts of CIA talking points maintained that the attack was spontaneously inspired by a violent protest, which is not true, earlier, and had been triggered by the release of an anti-Muslim video. Not true. Protesters breached and entered an embassy compound during the hours before Benghazi attack. Egyptian satellite television network popular in Benghazi had been covering the outrage over the video. Uh, since Rice's tel- five television appearances, there have been persistent accusation that she had intentionally misled the public, which she did. However, none of the ten Benghazi investigators conducted by Congress, six by Republican House committees, determined that she had the Republican-controlled House... uh, Well, just see the movie. See the movie Toy Soldiers. Christopher, I appreciate you sending me... Okay, there it is. There it is. Sweet. I will watch it a little bit later. Oh, if this bitch had anything to do with fucking Benghazi, tell you this right now. If you haven't seen the movie Toy Soldiers the real-life story of what happened in Benghazi, you need to watch it. It's one of the sickest things you will ever... It's an incredible movie. Satellites were affixed on that house that was being attacked by all these Libyans. Satellites were there, and they were watching it. And they were watching as armed people came, drove after drove. And these Navy SEALs and these special ops people, the Delta Force was there. They had about 15 people there guarding that. I don't even know if 15, most of those weren't even guarding. Those people were downstairs. And it took a mortar attack to finally get somebody to do something about it. But we lost the United States ambassador. Okay. More importantly, we lost two Navy SEALs. No. Uh-uh. That, that's not good on my watch as a lifetime. That, 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 that's bad. And the bad thing is the satellite watched it all happen. And all they had to do, and they had 13 hours to do something about it. Fly some F-15s down there. Scare the shit out of them Libyans. Mm. Uh, her husband is the ABC News director. Shocking. All right. Well, look. now I did see something yesterday, and it made me laugh. Now, I don't know if this is the plan, but hear me out. Are you guys ready for this? So the next election is going to be next year, right? Midterm elections. You elect Lots and lots of Congress people there. There is a small rumor. This is very small. That Donald Trump is going to run for an open representative seat in Florida. Now, if Donald Trump wins that seat... And Republicans, who are most likely going to take the House back over, (laughs) this is the best thing I've ever heard, (laughs) Republicans will take over the House, most likely then, they will put Donald Trump in as Speaker of the House, and there's a chance that Donald Trump could actually impeach Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. How great would that be? That would be, that would be the, that would be mic drop of all time. Oh my God, that would be so fucking awesome. Ogre says, oh good Lord, that would be funny as fucking hell. Trump a speaker or whip? Where does he have to be presidential anymore? No, see, this is the best thing. If he impeaches Biden. And Kamala, he becomes president again. How awesome is that? (laughs) Ogre says I despise Trump, but that would be so fucking funny. That I mean, that would be the best, dude. Richard said I just nutted. This would be like on House of Cards. Scott says that is outstanding. Ghost in the Madison says, I'd be in heaven. How awesome would that be? I heard it yesterday. I I don't remember where I heard it. I heard it, and I just couldn't stop laughing. Uh, No problem, the regular news is making it seem like it's all the Jews' fault. Of course they are. Of course they are. That's the narrative right now. Right now, it's kind of okay to be anti-Semitic. By the way, it's never okay to be anti-Semitic. I just want to point that out. Right now, you you can kind of get away with it, though. And by the way, by the way, I'm just saying, if any of that happens, which I don't think it will, but if it does, I am going to put this. Well, I don't want to sound like a dickhole, but I told you so. I am going to drive my car all around the Metroplex playing just that. Because you heard it here first. You heard it on the Arnie State show first. And I, and I publicly said it. I heard people talking about it. And they, they're like, ah, nah, nah. I'm saying it's going to happen. I'm calling it. I'm calling my shot. I mean, think about the outrageous humor value of something. Trump arguing with AOC or Talib or Ihan on a daily basis, that's fucking gold. No, see, and and, and this is where I disagree with you, Ogre. He would never go for such a small potato position. He can be back in office next year. If you think about it, I mean, honestly. He could get back into office before 2024. Because I agree with you for the most part about the small potatoes position. I Agreed. But if he has a a chance to be speaking, he doesn't on his first day as Speaker of the House. I don't think, as gold as it would be to see him arguing with AOC and and Tlaib, motherfucker's never going to be there for a vote, except if it's the impeachment vote. So there you go. I, I heard that yesterday, and I was like, hmm, hmm. Do I think it'll happen? I hope it does. That, that, that's what I say. I hope it does. But it, I'm calling it to happen. Man. Now, Erized, who unfortunately works at the University of Oklahoma, uh, you know how they have historically black colleges? That's a historically bad college. But that that that's a whole other... Uh, this has nothing to do with the University of Oklahoma. I'm just taking a shit on it. An eight-member Oklahoma City public school board uh, of education, uh, the, the Board of Education met on Monday, unanimously denouncing a new law signed by the governor banning teachings of race, critical race theory from being included in the state school curriculum. And they say it's in order to project, protect white fragility. Now, they're, they're saying white people are being fr- too fragile because they want to talk about this. I saw this written on a post on Facebook, and I don't know if I've ever seen anything written so perfectly. This person writes, so essentially this says two things here. A- and this goes back to the black superman. First, a black person cannot relate to Superman because he white he's white in movies. Second, you need a black Superman so black people can finally relate to Superman. So what you're thinking is black people can only relate to black people and not white. Hmm. And I wonder why systemic racism continues to be prevalent. Some of my favorite actors and actresses are black. And the characters they played have been someone to relate or to aspire to be. That's because they express humanity and not racism. Hollywood needs to be defunded. That's how they end it. Now, I understand that Black Panther was a giant hit. Not a bad movie. I thought it was a good movie. But that was the actual character. Now we're changing character. We're going to have Black Superman. And I know we talked about Black Superman and all that kind of stuff, but that really shines the line on it. You know who my favorite actor is? My favorite actor right now acting, working today, my favorite working actor today is Samuel L. Jackson. I love it. Now, I'm not black. Does that mean I, I, I can't relate to any of his characters? Shaft was fucking cool. I played golf with the original Shaft, Richard Roundtree. I I, I, I know what it's like to be cool. Okay check mace windu well i don't know what it's like to be a jedi but it's still awesome so it's still like this idea that we need uh, I, i i agree with the letter writer said if we put this movie out we are just furthering along this the the this gigantic wedge that we keep putting in when it comes to race Why do you want to teach all this racist stuff in schools? What happened to teaching us about reading, writing, and arithmetic? What happened to that? Are they teaching critical race theory over in Japan or in China where the good schools are? Are they teaching that? You want I, I, I look at it like this. America's num, not, not number one in education anymore because a, everybody involved with it seems to be too lazy. A, 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 and I'm sorry, I'm including parents for the most part. Educators are lazy. They want to teach kids how to take a standardized test. They don't want to teach kids how to think. And you should be teaching kids how to think for themselves, figure out problems. As a district that's over 80% students of color, that is definitely an insult. So we we should just teach that, that, that white people are evil all the time. In all this bullshit, fuck white fragility. I mean, everybody else will be fragile to everybody else's fragility. To black fragility, Chinese fragility. We won't teach them about what's going on over in China right now. Arnie also knows what it feels like to get the amen. Do you like to say motherfucker? Then you can relate. Amen. Yes. Yes. This is so dumb. This idea that we need to start teaching all this critical race theory in school. Hey, if you want to do that, then hey, mom and dad, how about you sit down and teach the critical race theory to your children? You know, like our parents did. Because our teachers, our English teachers, were too busy teaching us English. Our, our history teachers were too busy teaching us history, real history. Our math teachers were too busy giving us math equations. They just find ways to get around. I, isn't it amazing? I, 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 this is amazing to me. The shit that's being taught in school right now, I don't give a fuck if it's, we had sex ed in school. We talked about it. And, I mean, it was like the beginner's course. You, you heard the word penis and vagina. You learned about the, 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 the fertilization of an egg. We didn't watch pornos. We didn't talk about butt sex or anything like that. It was a health class. That was sex education back then. Now sex education, I imagine they're watching hot kinky Joe videos in, in elementary school. Douglas says we need to raise a strong society. Well, Douglas, that's going to start with you, my man. And I believe in you. You bend over backwards to make sure your son is provided for. I respect the shit out of that. You bust your ass for him. I know a lot of people on this show that listen to this show are amazing parents. Do a great job out there. They aren't afraid to do the old Pete Bootyage, roll up the sleeves and get to work. Because you guys are the most important ones. It's not the teachers. It's not, it's not Nicki Minaj. It's not whoever the, the, the latest Kardashian, Tech Nine, whoever the fuck is out there. Your kids still listen to you, mom and dad, more than anybody else. You want to raise a strong society, be in your kid's life. Let your kid make mistakes on their own. And then you use it as a teaching. That's at least the way I was raised. I mean, I only commit a couple felonies a week, so I think I was raised pretty well. It, that many anymore. Not allowed to. Arnie, you can't go to jail. Arnie, you can't go to the hospital.
2: The doctor said I wouldn't have so many nosebleeds if I kept my finger out of there.
1: Right? I mean, seriously. This is getting to be so stupid. Tennessee ban on critical race theory gets a state assembly okay. Good. Other states are banning it too. I, I just don't get it. I just don't why why do we want to keep separating us? By the way, the the uh, top Hamas commander I don't know his name and I don't care. He was killed last night in one of the uh, raids by Israelis. Bassam Isa the highest-ranking military figure in Hamas and he was blown to bits. Too damn bad. And Benjamin Netanyahu comes out and says, "We will ru- we will, wow, we will rule with an iron fist if we need to. Damn right. Now that's a leader. Joe, call him. By the way, did everybody get to see the highlights yesterday of of all the morons sitting in the Oval Office? I I hate our leaders more and more every single fucking day. So you got. What the fuck? Wow.
2: Boy, this is huge. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. Maricopa
1: County in Arizona, where they've been doing the uh, audit on the election. Election officials have deleted in the entire d- database from voting machines <laughs> now is that a mackerel or is that a tuna because it's fishy for fucking sure wow alicia thank you for sending me that the machines have been wiped
2: Huh.
1: Dave Co says, in my Sex Edge class, the teacher had a question box that we could anonymously ask any questions, and she would read it out loud to the class, and she would, uh, she would answer it. I abused that question box with my most horrific questions, but she would read my questions, and tried and she tried not to laugh. My questions were graphic and weird. I hope you asked one question at least about the wet spot.
4: I mean, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: come on. Uh, Bassam Issa was Hamas Gaza City commander, and now he is dead. By the way, I feel no remorse when I hear about these terrorists that die. A lot of people think, oh, they had family. Their families weren't raised. Their, their families
2: weren't terrorists.
1: Yeah, their families didn't do a goddamn thing. Yep, Richard says, dude, this world is getting crazier and crazier by the day. That is so fascinating. So fascinating that these machines have been wiped. We had no sex ed in my high school. I learned by watching Debbie Does Dallas and other classics. My sex ed class was, I I had, uh, I think it was, yeah, I was in high school. It was a coach. It was a football coach that was teacher of health. I never knew a candle could be used that way. Yeah, you're open to a lot of things. Now uh, let's see. What's next here? Oh boy. S family, you, you need to you need to 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 batten down the hatches. Because the trial has started. And what seemed like was the actual kickoff to last summer's riots and killings and everything that happened was a story about Ahmed Arbery, black man who lived in Georgia, who was chased down by three men and executed. Remember this story? They said, uh, they said this young man was breaking into unfinished houses and stealing from them. Remember that story? And they gunned him down and they videoed it. The three that videoed it have all pled not guilty. This is a federal case. They were charged with one uh, count of interference with rights and one uh, count of attempted kidnapping, one count of using, carrying, and brandishing a firearm during a crime of violence. They're trying to go to use some old Georgia Civil War era citizen's arrest law as their, their way out. Once you start trying to use pre-Civil War law... Now, look, from what I understand, the young man who was, who was murdered in the streets had his run-ins with the police. They didn't have, like, a humongous rap sheet. And this wasn't the police that was killing him. And you remember, two of these three guys were hanging out at Klan meetings and a- alt-right, crazy, neo-Nazi-type meetings. Remember that? And they claim they're not guilty. They plea- Their plea is not guilty. So they're going to waste taxpayer money. I'm just telling you right now, in Atlanta... Right now, you guys think you have a chance? And, by the way, if they do have a chance, let's say something happens. You ready to see Atlanta burn down again? Because if these three guys don't get the maximum penalty,
2: I guarantee
1: that, that it is going to be a shit show. So keep your eyes on this. I don't I don't tell you guys to pay attention to a lot of stuff. Just keep an eye on where this is with the trial because this is one that could set off another entire summer worth of all or just the same that we had last summer. Nothing says modern in this country. Like using pre-Civil War law. That'll go over well to remove suspicions of their racism. What the fuck, are they going to hire George Zimmerman as private security, right? And to be honest with you, the reason why I'm reading this story is because this is the one that I'm scared of. This one to me is open and shut. The man is running away. They're chasing him down in cars and they shoot him. If they were trying to arrest him, why didn't they just arrest him? He was unarmed. They gunned this man down. They hunted a black man. Maybe the black guy wasn't where he was supposed to be. That still does not call for the death penalty. Unbelievable, but that case is it, it. It's going right now, and like I said, oh, I, I'm I'm scared to death of it. By the way, we do have Celebrity Ass Death Match today. Uh, uh, yes, yes, yes. Mother's Day edition, the Dave Co one that he sent the idea for. Yeah, we're doing it. So, Dave Co, you are the listener of the day today. Congratulations. Correct the mundo. Oh yeah, they have him on video calling him the N word. Oh, oh th- this is an open and shut case. But in today's world, uh, I, I, I can't say it's an open and shut case anymore. That's the thing that frightens me about this. This will be a million times worse than George Floyd. A million times worse. He was out on a jog, stopped to look at uh, some homes that were being constructed. Not a crime at all. That was, that was the story. That was the story that, that the young man's side was giving, and I believe it to be true. Their side is he was breaking into these unfinished houses and stealing things from. Them. That's their side. We'll see. Now, we've all seen this story, right? About the, the this this tiger that comes out of nowhere. I mean, literally comes out of nowhere
2: going on here in this country right, Joe? it's absolutely pathetic
1: it is i mean we need you to show up in houston and wrangle a tiger story was out that this tiger was in a neighborhood right and it belongs to some guy who was up on murder charges so this, this tiger's just chilling in this neighborhood just walking around Video shows the dude show up, fucking wrangle the tiger in, and then drive away. They know where the dude is. Dude got arrested and he's been let go now. He's been let out. Nobody knows where the tiger is. How do you lose an 800 pound tiger in Houston? You see, this is why I don't live in Houston. You have to worry about gangs and drugs cartels, and tigers. The Houston police have no idea where the tiger is. If I was the chief of police, I would force my police department to go out and and just, everybody gets five loaves of bread. And you just, you scour the streets of Houston going, here, tiger, 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 tiger. Here, Tiger, Tiger,
2: Tiger, Tiger. Hi, I.
1: The caretaker released a bond. You're in Houston for God's sake. What do you think was going to happen? There are people doing drugs, rooting for the Astros, and they have Tigers. I mean, yeah, seriously.
3: You're in a nightclub, for God's sake. What do you think's going to happen in a nightclub? People are drinking and doing drugs. Yeah. There are women there,
1: and uh, and, and, and people
3: have guns. So yeah. anyway, go ahead.
1: And tigers. And I know Carol Baskins came out, and she's like, oh, the state of Texas have stronger laws about people. Shut up, bitch. Hey, hey, Carol. Carol. You shut your mouth when you're talking to me. Yeah. And honestly. You shut your face. If we want to hear you talk, I will shove my
3: arm up your ass and work your mouth like a puppet.
1: So, Carol. So shut up, bitch. There you go. We don't want to hear from you, Carol Baskins. You better fucking, you know, move on from that house you're at with Mr. Peppermint right now. Because I'm telling you, they're going to dig up them floors. They're going to find your husband's dead carcass there. You're going to be Joan and Joe in the old hoose I, I, I just wish one of my friends would do that one time. Hey, man, you want to come over? What's up? I got a tiger. You got a what? Oh man, I got a tiger. Man, go fuck your mama. I ain't going to your house you got some damn tiger. Fuck you. Oh, it's trained. Yeah, fuck you. The only way I'm going to Tiger House, if my friend had a tiger, the only way I'm going with somebody is if I know somebody that's got a broken leg. Because guess what? I can outrun that motherfucker. Mm-hmm. I ain't worried about the cops showing up at that party. I'm worried about the tiger getting hungry and seeing a big old T-bone steak in front of him named Arnie. Why would you? Starbucks is in a little heat today. Well, not Starbucks, but Facebook. I'm sorry, Facebook. Starbucks is considering leaving Facebook due to the tone of comments left on its post about social issue and racial justice. Wow, that would be, I I would say that would be strange not to see, you know, Starbucks ads or, or Starbucks on Facebook. Are they going to parlor? By the way, why does Starbucks need a Facebook page? Hey, everybody, we're Starbucks. We make coffee. Yeah, we kind of know. Your three trillion stores kind of give that up. So you have a Facebook page? I've never understood why certain places have, you know, Facebook pages and stuff like that. Oh, by the way, I wanted to make another crank call today. Hold on a second here. Uh, where is that number? Is this, oh, is this Duracell again? Because we're going to call Duracell again.
4: Thank you for calling Duracell. Trust is power. To continue in English, please press 1 now. Thank you for calling Duracell. If you're calling about Garrity or Duracell flashlights, please press 1. For answers to our most frequently asked questions, please press 2. For other questions or comments, please press 0. 0. To better serve you, we record and monitor our call. This and any future incoming and outgoing call may be monitored and or recorded for quality assurance and training purposes. We may also recontact you regarding the original purpose of your call. Duracell cares about your privacy. If you would like to learn more about Duracell's information privacy practices, please review our privacy policy at www.duracell.com forward slash privacy. If you have a privacy related question, or would like to be contacted directly. Nope. Please send an nope. email to I, I just want to talk to the operator. How
1: about operator? Thank you. Here we go. It's 9 o'clock, come on, 11 o'clock there, maybe? <laughs> come on, Duracell. 10US6 I missed the last couple of days. But Chick-fil-A is in shit right now. Did you see that they started limiting sauces? Oh, yeah, I'll talk about it here in a second, hold on. Where are they? Uh, thanks for calling there. So my name is Tim.
5: How may I help you today?
1: Yes. Uh, hello, Tim. My name is Latrell Lejeune, and I have a complaint to make this morning. Okay. Uh, I purchased your new batteries, the 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 ultimatums. All right. Uh, is that what they called? Are the optimums. Yes. Yes, sir. The the optimums. And uh I did not aware I was not aware that they uh made the products go faster and harder. And I had a uh an incident with a personal massager that chipped my tooth.
5: Mm. And I was it, they, it, that they it, make them.
1: yes, it, it, your ad shows uh a remote control, one of those uh Remote-controlled toy uh, cars go faster. I've seen the commercial this morning, and I was like, well, if I'd have known that, I would have never bought that battery. But it showed it made the car go faster. So it must have made my personal massager go faster.
2: Okay. Mm Okay. And
1: it was going out of control. Believe me, let me tell you, for a while I liked it, but then it it hit my tooth and I did not like it.
5: Okay.
1: If you can tell, I'm speaking with a little bit of lisp right now.
4: Okay,
1: where'd you buy the batteries from? Uh, from either I don't know, Walmart, some convenience store, somewhere around there. I don't know. I just needed to get home and put those into my massager. I had a rough day.
5: And what size are they, sir? Pardon me? What size are the batteries?
1: I believe they're either C or D. Yeah. Hmm? Once it chipped my tooth, I threw it out my window. Oh, I was like, this is crazy. Ow! I got to mm. go to the dentist now.
5: Wait, so those, those will be the quantum
6: then? Yeah. Because the optimums are only in size A, uh, double
4: A's, and but, uh, triple A's.
1: Whatever it is, it makes it go faster. You need to put a warning label on there. Look, I'm not trying to get any monetary result from you. I just want you guys to put a warning label mm. on your battery pack saying, uh, warning, this could work a lot better. Or harder.
4: Yeah, I just have to make sure that I get it coded right, so I can be able to help you out. Mm-hmm. And if there is a quantum battery, it wouldn't um, those we don't make those no more because we
6: those been replaced by the optimal batteries.
1: Mhm.
5: But okay, um, I'm just gonna collect some information off of.
1: Okay, we're gonna hang up on him because I'm done with that. That was just too good. That was that was too good. Now he now he's getting in the weeds. I don't want to get in the weeds. Uh, let's see. He's trying to envision how that happened. LMFAO! Oh my God, I'm dying! Ha ha! That poor bastard. He's googling personal massager. You can hear him type. One person's crank calls another person's story for their coworkers in the break room. See, that's why I do it. See, I'm not mean to that guy right there. He's gonna go at work now and go, "Hey man, this guy, this Lam- <laughs> Latrell Lamar." <laughs> he used a personal massager. He's gonna go. What's a personal massager? And Somebody's gonna yell across the room. A dildo. Oh, that's so great. Yes, Starbucks. I did. I do the story yesterday. Um, uh, did I do it yesterday about Starbucks being? Uh, the there there's a a a. a there's something wrong with their supply chain, so they're limiting people on their Chick-fil-A sauce. Yeah, we sell it at stores here in Texas, so I got plenty of Chick-fil-A sauce. I'm good to go. I am good to go. If you like the—and let me just tell you something here. Let, let, let me share something with you. If you like those, like, uh, Jimmy Dean-type little sausages, I don't know the company we get, but uh, it, it's just a little bit— looks like it looks like a White Castle, but it's a biscuit and it's a sausage— telling you right now, you dunk that in fucking Chick-fil-A sauce, I've changed your life. You're welcome. Uh, hashtag revenge of the nerds, yeah. Uh, all right. Now, our last story in the first segment before we get to Celebrity Ass de- uh, death match. I have enough as well. Thank you, Arnie and Brett. Yes, exactly. We're good to go. Oh, I always stack up, too, when I go there still. I haven't been there in a while because I'm mad at the one by my house because their fucking dining room is still closed. Fucking bastards. 44 attorneys, I'm sorry, 44 attorney generals in the United States of America are kindly asking Facebook not to launch Instagram for kids. Now, why would that be? (laughs) Who ca- wait 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 hold on hold on uh I want to know what fuck stick at Facebook ran into Mark Zuckerberg's office oh uh, hey mark uh, how you doing guy hey what's up dude Those are some cool kicks bra uh I was thinking about something you know what why don't we start an Instagram for kids? Nothing can go wrong there. Are you kidding me? You want an Instagram for kids? Just call it pedophile.com. Oh, my God. That's such a stupid idea. Instagram for kids. Mommy, I want to put up pictures of Doodoo and my pee pee. Oh my god! By the way, are they going to put like a side site on Pornhub for this? For fucking Nambla, because that's all this is—is is Pornhub for Nambla. Instagram chief Adam Mazzari told BuzzFeed that the company knows that the more and more kids want to use apps like Instagram, we have a lot to do here. But part of that solution is to create a version of Instagram for young people or kids where parents have transparency or control. Uh, How about no? There you go, asshole. Uh, Why? What, what? What? Can Can people actually think sometime? Just Just every once in a while, just use your noggin. I understand that you're a go zillionaire, and I ain't telling you to limit the amount of money that you can make, not at all. But man, what are you thinking? Now you are inviting younger children to play in the wild, wild west of the Internet. Well, mom and dad will have complete transparency. Really? 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 We were all kids. Let, come on, come on. Let's all tell the truth. Some of us had more overzealous than other parents that might have had a lot more control. But we hid shit from our parents. We lied to our parents. We didn't do the things that our parents told us to do. And they told us if we tried that, this will happen. Well, we had no idea that they would be right, even though we should have known that they were right because they were once our age. The idea of opening up a a website like Instagram for kids, you're going to get some parents that aren't that tech savvy. That kid's going to be scrolling on Instagram. Not in, not Kinstagram or whatever they're fucking wanting to call it. Come on, man. Why do they want to make our kids grow up so fast? That's the part I don't understand. That, that's just awful. That is so bad. First you take away SeaWorld, and now you want to give them a website to where they can get trolled? To where we're going to get people like Chris Hansen just walking around all the time, if I can find Chris Hansen's voice. Oh, it's not there. Were you aware? No, that's not it. Is it here?
2: What are you doing here today? There he is. What are you doing here today?
1: And by the way, uh, I, I thought I found her. Oh yeah. To the, the brainiacs who had the idea of Instagram for kids. Please don't do that. You're eating poop. Yeah, because that, that, that's what it's going to turn into. Right there. All right, let's see. Uh, oh, drip front. Oh, those are ugly. Yikes, those are ugly looking hats. God damn, champ is here. Brown Stewart.
2: I don't know who she is.
1: Uh, all right. Yeah, like this kid Instagram won't result in increased cyberbullying or anything, despite the company's alleged commitment to anti-bullying. It's going to lead to more cyberbullying, more kid touchers getting out there. It, it, a terrible idea. This is why 44. By the way, where are the other attorney generals? Are those the six guys that think it's good? Well, we can go ahead and investigate them now. Just saying. Just saying. Christ's sake! Uh-oh! Uh-oh! Does that mean what I think it means? It's time for celebrity ass.
2: Ass. Mom edition. All right! All right! All right!
1: All right! All right! Here we go. This idea was sent in by Dave Co. He's sending in Sunday night. We already had one for Monday that somebody tried to ruin, so we're, we're bringing it back. And that somebody was not Christopher in Fresno. This one is simple. Last weekend was Mother's Day, and the Arnie State Show dropped the ball, and we should have done this last Friday, but we didn't. So we're doing it today. Now, this one will be kind of the, the test run from the Mount Rushmore that we're doing. The, 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 the real first Mount Rushmore will be the next time Tommy's on. We do the final four of greatest wrestlers. But first, I have to do the greatest TV moms. Now, since everybody needs fucking rules put in place here, this is a fight, a physical hand-to-hand combat fight to the death. Only one winner... No special powers, and there is no one animated in this fight. So, ass family, I ask you, are you ready? Let's get it on! All right, here we go. In our first matchup of TV moms, it is a heavyweight battle. This woman made Thursday nights fantastic going fizzle, fuzzle, poop, pop, a plow, plow. She was a lawyer on the show, and then she married a former wide receiver. I give you Mrs. Claire Huxtable. And she is taking on a woman that held down the rank of number one TV mom for quite some time. She had a daughter and a son-in-law named Meathead. Her husband's name was Achi, Achi. Ask family, I give you Edith Bunker. Claire Huxtable, Edith Bunker. Ask family,
7: who ya got? <laughs> To get together and sing, sing Ring, 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 ring Banana phone Ding, dong, ding, dong, (laughs) ding, dong, ding, dong, ding Banana phone It grows in bunches I've got my hunches It's the best, beats the rest Cellular, modular, interactive, modular Ring, 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 ring Banana phone
1: That's gross, (laughs) Kale. Ping pong, ping
7: pong, ping pong, ping. Banana phone. It's no baloney. It ain't a phony. My My cellular, cellular bananular phone. Wow,
1: Edith Bunker scores a victory. Round one. What a knockout that was. Wow. Edith Bunker. Moves on. Next matchup. Oh, it's only going to get bigger and bigger and bigger. Well, maybe not. Next matchup. I give you the mom of the beaver. June Cleaver, who said the dirtiest thing ever on television. Ward, weren't you a little hard on the beaver last night? Taking on the foul-mouthed lady who got fired from the show named after her. Roseanne. June Cleaver versus Roseanne. As family, who ya got? Man, oh man, I cannot believe this ass family. This is amazing to me. This is truly, truly amazing. Roseanne moves on. Wow. Wow. I didn't think anybody could beat June. Next matchup. Oh boy. Oh boy. I've been waiting for this one right here. This one's this one's a doozy. She was keeping her head above water, doing whatever she can, even temporary layoffs, easy credit ripoffs. Think you're lucky you got them? Good times. I give you the one and only Florida fucking Evans. Damn, damn, damn. Taking on. One of the funnier moms to ever be on TV, the mom of George Costanza. Florida Evans, Estelle Costanza, ass family. Who ya got? Stop the fight. Oh, we got to stop it. Oh, my God. Wow. Wow. That got stopped in no time at all. I mean, my goodness gracious and great balls of fire. We have ourselves a winner. Damn, damn, damn. Florida Evans moves on. Last matchup in the first round. Then we'll get it to the final four. Oh. She was the patriarch of one of the greatest families ever known, ever. (laughs) One of the greatest families ever known, ever. Do I not have it in here? Oh, come on. Come on, I have to have it somewhere in here. I don't have the Dallas theme anymore, really. Uh, Okay, so the, the person is Miss Ellie Ewing from Dallas fame. Taking on a woman who had a bunch of kids from not only Nick, but a hockey goalie as well from that little bar in Boston. I give you Carla Tortelli. So it's Miss Ellie Ewing against Carla Tortelli. Ass family. Who you got? This is horrific. Oh, my God. I I did not think that Miss Ellie would get beat that bad, but she did. Carla Tortelli moves on. All right, here we go. Final four time, people. First matchup. Edith Bunker, all in the family. Roseanne. Roseanne show. Ask family, who you got? one was. Oh, there's eyeballs and assholes all over the ring, but we have a winner, and it is Rosie O'Donnell. Roseanne wins. She is on the Mount Rushmore of TV moms, and she will be facing off in the final four, the winner of this matchup. The woman that said, damn,
8: damn, damn.
1: Florida Evans. Or will it be that booze slinging hussy, Carla Tortelli? Florida Evans, Carla Tortelli, ass family. Who you got? <sighs> Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Oh, it is over. Oh, my God. Man, maybe they should teach some systemic racism in school because Carla Tortelli moves on. Uh, we've just arrived at the uh, the locker room of One Florida Evans. Uh, Miss, Miss Evans, Miss Evans, I, I, I know the, the fight was tough and everything. Do you have anything to say?
8: Damn, damn,
1: damn! Mm-hmm. That, 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 that's what I thought. A- a- anything else that you'd like to, to, to mention or s- say, ma'am? Uh, I mean, anything? Nothing? Oh, God damn it. Where the hell did I... I just had it this morning. It sounded fucking great, too. Is it is it on this one? Is it here? Is it with the mail? No, it's not with the mail. Where the hell is it? God damn it. I was playing it this morning.
2: Hey, you ever accidentally masturbate to young pictures no, of your no, mom? no,
1: that wasn't it. That's not what she said. See, that was going to be funny. It was going to be great. It was going to be awesome.
5: I'm your Huckleberry. No,
1: that's not it. Is this it? I am it. (laughs) I don't even know where it is. Fuck it. Shit. So there you go. The first leg of the Final Four is set. Roseanne and Carla Tortelli. We will have more for you when we come back to ArnieRadio.com.
2: it came along. Everyone that knew him do side that he'd be on.
1: Yeah, this is what Drew, this is what Florida Evans had to say. And you motherfuckers need Jesus. There it is. Yeah, that was so worth it.
2: If it came along Everyone that knew him Knew each side that he'd be on He never was a hero For this county's shining light But you could always find him standing up For what he thought was right He'd say you've got to stand for something Or you'll fall for anything a puppet on the screen never compromise what's right and uphold your family name you've got to stand for something or you'll fall for anything now we might have been better off We always had plenty Just to live in his advice Whatever you do today You'll have to sleep with tonight He'd say you've got to stand for something Or you'll fall for anything You've got to be your own man Not a puppet on the string Never compromise what's right And uphold your Day. You've got to stand for something or you'll fall for anything. And I know that things are different than they were in daddy's day, but I still believe what makes a man really has a chance. It on the string never compromise what's right and uphold your family name you've got to stand for something or you'll fall for anything you've got to stand for something or you'll fall for anything
0: My daddy served in the army Where he lost his right eye But he flew a flag out in our yard Till the day that he died He wanted my mother, my brother, my sister and me To grow up and live happy in the land of the free Now this nation that I love is falling under attack A mighty sucker punch came flying in from somewhere in the back we could see clearly through our big black eye man we lit up your world like the fourth of july hey uncle sam put your name at the top of his list and a statue of liberty started shaking her fist We'll fight when you rattle his cage And you'll be sorry that you mess with The U.S. of A. Cause we'll put a boot in your ass It's the American way Hey Uncle Sam put your name At the top of his list And a statue of liberty Started shaking her fist And the eagle will fly of the red wine.
9: around not necessarily in listeners and downloads i just mean he could stand to hit the treadmill every once in a while jesus man you ever hear of a salad no all right the arty state show call 775 357 fans or 775 376
1: easy easy don't worry we got plenty more tv moms to go i promise First round done. Celebrity-ass death match. Leading to the Mount Rushmore up. Dot, dot, dot. Like it. Like it a lot. Uh, all right. So we covered all a lot of stuff that's happening in the world right now. Now we got to cover stuff that's happening entertainment-wise. Now, I don't like this guy. I I, I just don't care for his me. Mu- I don't like his music. I think he... he He's very overrated as an actor. And uh, and his name is Donald Glover. Childish Gambino, I believe, is his rap name. I got to tell you, though, I got to give it up to the young man. Because he's come out and says, creators now are too scared to push boundaries. Cancel culture is ruining the entertainment industry. Well, Hey, childish Gambino? Correct the mundo. And finally, finally, someone has the balls to say it. He says, we're getting boring stuff on TV and movies now because people are afraid of getting canceled. He's right. So they feel like they can only experiment with aesthetics. So Also because some of them uh, know they're not that good. I, I, I'm not going to read the entire article. I'm just happy that somebody who's young in Hollywood is coming out and saying, stop. He goes on to say, Superbad and the Hangover are two iconic comedies from the past two decades. Those those movies would not be made today. Well, I appreciate him using Superbad and Hangover. Those were fine movies. But if you want to talk about true iconic movies and a comedy at that, there's only one that you can mention. And there is no way it ever gets made today. Fuck, you can't watch it on TV because it's only two minutes long now. That's Blazing Saddles. There's no way Blazing Saddles would be made today. History of the World Part Two not made. Meaning we would lose so many genius movies from Mel Brooks. Think about that. This cancel culture right now... is shutting down what could be the next Mel Brooks. Haven't thought about it like that, have you? I refuse to go along with cancel culture. I will tell offensive jokes until the day I die. Today, today, and I got to say this. Hot Stephanie sent me an amazing, she sent me a, a video text yesterday. I haven't talked to her in a while. Um, she said uh, she's still listening to the show every day, and that she cracked up at my belly laugh over the Sir Elton John joke I told yesterday. <laughs> why couldn't? Why can't Elton John get car insurance? Because he gets rear-ended too much. Okay, see, there's no way you can tell that joke. I can tell it. Why? Because I don't give a fuck. Bring it on, cancel culture, because I got two more for you today. These are the two jokes that I posted today on my TikTok. You ready? Here you go. First one. What do you call a cripple kid doing karate? Partial arts. I'm going to give you a second to get up off the floor from how you're laughing, because the next one's even better. What do you call a little person ice skating? A midget spinner.
2: Ha ya tee tee-tee, tee Ha ho-ya-ya. I tell those jokes
1: because they're funny. I'm not being mean to, to midgets. I'm not being mean to cripples. It's funny. I would go to far as far as say even young Frankenstein couldn't. Of course not. It's a Mel Brooks movie. Mel Brooks pushed the envelope with race, with religion, with sex, sexual orientation. Not allowed today. The envelope pushing is no longer allowed. Envelopes need to be mailed, not pushed. Cut me some slack, Jack. Chomp down. (laughs) Airplane couldn't be made today. Oh, stewardess, I speak jive. That that scene alone, I have a T-shirt of that entire scene. Yes, the greatest T-shirt collection you've ever heard of. Yes, I have that shirt. I have the box-by-box screen of that. Oh, stewardess, I speak jive. Oh, boy. Tim... What's black and crispy and sits at the top of the stairs? Okay, Tim, what is it? Derek says porkies could not be made today. Amen. And that's what, fuck, porkies. I, I just watched that like a month or two ago. It's hard to find. They've made it really hard to find. Tim, I I, I need the, uh, the punchline there, bud. It's black and crispy and sits at the top of the stairs. There's one genre of jokes I will not tell. That's not one of them, though. (laughs) The punchline is Christopher Reeve after a house fire. (laughs) (laughs) Tim, if you don't mind... Uh, if you don't mind, I might just do that one right here right now. Let, let, let's go ahead and, and go to the old uh, Insta or the the the, the, uh, the talk of Tick. We'll, we'll record it right now. How about that? Uh, here we go. Let's see. Taking dad jokes back because my dad never told a joke that sucked. What's black and crispy and sits at the top of stairs? Christopher Reeve after house fire. <laughs> I'm putting that one in just the way I recorded it. That one's going in. Next break, I'll put it in on TikTok. It'll be on my Instagram story. I will not tell dead baby jokes. Nope, I almost lost a career over it. Dead baby jokes are a no-no. The genesis behind that story is this. And Derek, you're right. Animal House never get made today. Revenge of the Nerds. We've talked about it on this show. Revenge of the Nerds couldn't be made today because of the rape scene that happens at the end of the fucking movie. One day, we decided to... You know how sometimes I go on my rolls of jokes? You know, usually I ramp it up with... I start with, what did Helen Keller say when she fell in the well? Nothing, Their mittens were on. Why did Helen Keller's dog commit suicide? You would too if your name was. <laughs> you know, Christy McAuliffe on the space shuttle had blue eyes—one blue east, one blue west. What was the last thing John F. Kennedy Jr. told his fiance, "Honey, you you go ahead and shower up at, at the house. I'll wash up on the beach." So we were doing that. That we were just going through all of our jokes, but they're dead baby jokes. I didn't have a lot of them, and I I have even less now. And we we decided to go ahead and do that. And even listeners joined in, which was the bad part. Did not realize that the International SIDS Convention was in Sacramento that day. And uh, yeah, they were listening. That was not a good day. That was a very, very bad day. Now, there is one, there is one joke that I will tell that stems from that story. Uh, Tim, I'm not going to tell him. I do not tell. The only one I tell is this joke right here because I don't understand it. And it got a DJ fired like two weeks later. I'm not kidding. Two weeks later, we came. The next day, we apologized. We, we fell on the sword on that one. We knew that we had done wrong. We knew that we we had just fucked up big time. So we apologized for that. And literally, I'm not kidding. It was two weeks later, we heard about a DJ. I think it was neither Detroit or Cincinnati. Oh, yeah. I, 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 I let it go. I, I was broken up because I thought my career was over. Tell you the truth? Two weeks later, a jock in either Cincinnati or Detroit told this joke on the air. I don't get it. What do you get when you cross a butcher's knife and a baby? One mean hard-on. Now, to this day, I still don't get it. I, I, I don't understand it. A, he should have been fired for it not being funny or making any sense. But it, uh, I, I, I don't know. It, that, That's just, oh, dear Lord. On that, that, Like, somebody came running into our office, and I was there. And they're like, do you hear about this guy in Cincinnati? He told a dead baby joke. I'm like, well, he probably got fired. And they go, yeah, he did. And he, <laughs> that was awful. That was such a bad, yeah, I won't tell those jokes anymore. Those are, I, I, I won't cross it. I have a line, and, and I'm not saying that I'm offended by him, but I know that when I went that too far that time, I, that's an that's a area I won't go back into. That's, a, as, as uh, Brennan would say, or no, uh, Dale would say in Step Brothers, that's a bugaboo of mine. So, yeah. It's about someone who gets sexual satisfaction. Okay, I, I mean, he gets off on cutting up babies. Yeah, that's just disgusting. Like, that's gross. It's not even funny. The Christopher Reeves burning up at the top of the stairs is fucking funny. That's not even funny. But this cancel culture, and, and once again, going back to something Dave Chappelle said, there's no such thing as woke enough. And he was talking about that because people were so upset about Elon Musk on Saturday Night Live. Well... Something happened during the show that's getting a lot of complaints. This is the stupidest thing I've heard. I know I say that all the time on the show. Michael Che, the idiot, the the black guy who's on Weekend Update, who can't read the teleprompter at all, he's one of the writers on the show. And he wrote a sketch called Gen Z Hospital. I watched it. And it's a bunch of people that use bruh and chill and "and chugy. You, you know, all the, the words that Gen Zers use, all the punks, bestie and BFF, you, you know, all those words. That's what it was about. And I, I'm watching this skit and I'm thinking to myself, okay. If they, can, if they can work with this skit a little bit, this is one of those things. And what made Saturday Night Live great was all the characters that we fell in love with. From cheeseburger, 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 to the church lady, to the cheerleaders, to all the characters that they've had. They don't have characters anymore, which is why that show really sucks, I think. Stefan, great character. I saw this and I was like, ooh, this is a way they can maybe get back into characters. This isn't that good, but I understand why it could be funny to, you know, younger people. I could get that. I get it. Well, it seems that Michael Che upset people. Um, There has been backlash from a group called the AAVE. The AAVE, this is a real group. It's the African American vernacular English. (laughs) Huh? The African American vernacular English. He offended that group. He goes on to say I've been reading about how people, my Gen Z sketch was misappropriating AAVE. How's it misappropriating if he wrote it? He's black. I was stunned because what the fuck is AAVE? I had to look it up. Turns out it's an acronym for African American Vernacular English. You know, AAVE. He goes on to apologize. I meant no offense to the AAV. Shut up. Don't apologize. You didn't do anything wrong. That's the way punk kids talk. This is a racist group. Black people don't know acronyms according to the woke. That's right, that's right. According to the woke, acronyms are racist. Thank you, Alicia. You're almost co-listener of the day with Dave Coe, but I got to give it all to Dave Coe. This is fucking stupid. Michael Che is a black guy, and he wrote a sketch, and black people are against it, huh? Like, what? Do I, do I need to see Interstellar again to figure out my way out of this? Where a black guy writes a sketch and a group of black people are angry at him for misappropriating them? How can you misappropriate from your own culture? Huh? Is that anybody? Hello, is this thing working? Unbelievable, but look, it, I, I got another story about a comedian coming up. Not next, but afterwards. And it, it, oh, this one to me, this is funny. Great use of Interstellar, right? I know. See, that's why I'm funny. Ah, yesterday it was announced an end of an era. Ellen DeGeneres who, by the way, if you did not know this, when she was a child growing up, her favorite book was about the little boy who put his finger in the dike. Ellen DeGeneres is saying, so long, television, and ending her show at the end of 2022. She says, it's just not a challenge anymore. Ellen, not challenging anymore. I mean your rating's are really really low. You were known as kind of a tyrant. Are you saying it's not fun anymore because you can't act that way? I I hope not because I I look at Ellen, I think I look at Ellen and I think, "Man, I could almost like her." I mean, I don't think she's funny. I, I think that her, her positivity is really great for what she puts out in the world. I, I, I really do. I don't ever, I've never found her funny. She's never been attractive. But to say it's just not a challenge anymore, well, these are your lowest ratings you ever had. This is the biggest challenge of your entire career is to bounce back. Uh, let's see. Uh, I'm done trying to understand any of uh, this wokeness. You never will because you can't because it's not nature. It's not logical. It's cultish, cultish mentality meant to uh, second guess everything you say. Okay. I, I can agree with that. I mean, I think it's absolutely stupid, the whole cancel culture. Uh, she's tired of getting burned. It's not a challenge. It's fucking liability. <laughs> Daveco says maybe Ellen will retire and grow a huge beard like Letterman. Man she had a well, you gotta remember Daveco. she had a beard for a long time in Hollywood. <laughs> Woo. I, I don't know. like ever since all that shit happened last year to Ellen, I haven't watched her since she's been back. Is she getting top-notch guests again? Is her BFF, Jennifer Aniston, been on? Because her BFF kind of fucking bolted. Ellen's staying with fucking, what's her name now? Courtney Cox. Why didn't you stay over at Jen's house? Uh, It's because her ratings fell off a cliff and people found out how much of a raging bitch uh, she is. Ellen used to have a beard, but... (laughs) Bald pussies got popular. Yes. Oh man. Oh, that's too bad. I know she had a lot of faith. Look, here's the thing. I, I never minded her. I, I never found her funny. I liked her guests. I liked that. It was a it was a cool style interview. It was never she never blasted anybody. Remember the time Rosie O'Donnell, who was so yeah, big time dyke. Lesbian, sorry. Whatever. I don't give a fuck she had Tom Selleck on. Remember, she loved Tom Selleck. This is way back in the day. She had a crush on Tom Selleck. Tom Selleck came on her show to promote a movie, and she attacked him over him being in the NRA. Now, I've never liked Rosie. I had a bit of respect for her, though, until that moment. When you invite somebody to be a guest on your show... And by the way, a lot of those celebrities get paid to be on those shows. They get like $1,200, $1,300 to be on those shows. Um, they're going on that show to promote something. They, they, they don't want to go on there and get into a fucking pithy argument with some washed-up comedian that's not funny anymore on the main stage. But now they have, they've they built their, their product up so well that they're a talk show host. Okay, great. Good for you. You're still not funny. I love when she would scare the shit out of her guests. That was pretty funny. What's next for Ellen? See, I thought, I thought, honestly, if Ellen, if Ellen's world didn't fall apart last year when COVID happened, if all that shit didn't come out, Ellen was poised because her show was killing everybody. I called her. I said, Ellen's going to be the first successful female late-night host. That's going now. Maybe they'll give it to Christy Teigen. By the way, uh, Christy Teigen has apologized to Courtney Stodden for saying that Courtney Stodden should kill herself. But the problem is that Christy Teigen has once again lied. She says that she sent Courtney Stodden personal messages. Courtney Stodden says, nope, that shit didn't happen. And you know what? Courtney Stodden could be lying, but I'm going to go ahead and take her side. Any piece of trash that tells someone they should kill themselves, like Christy Teigen did, And she went on Twitter, and she Mia coppola herself right away. And by the way, nothing's going to happen to her because for some reason, maybe it's the Epstein thing, she's untouchable. You imagine if that was, can you imagine if that would have been Eric Trump that told somebody to die? Imagine that. They would be done. Completely done. But she's still around. Now, next story is about a stand-up comedy show that happened in Austin, Texas. And I got to say, I hate the world. And now it's affecting comedy clubs. Now, granted, this is Austin, the liberalist place I know. There's a stand-up comedian named Tony Hinch, Hinchcliffe. I guess he does a lot of writing for the Comedy Central Roasts, and he's an insult comic. And he helps write, and he works on the Joe Rogan podcast. Yes, this is that same Christy Teigen. This is, he came out... Uh, why is this not working now? Oh no! This is what the. Let's see if this will play. So when a stand-up show happens, you, well, have, you, big- you have a headliner, you have a feature, you have a feature a headliner and a host. Usually, the host comes out and he's the guy who who talks first and he's right. in between comedians, and that's what this guy right here is. Uh, Ping Dang, that's his name, a comedian here. This is him. Do
3: you understand what was behind this? I mean, was this a comedian trying had to be funny, any... trying to be edgy, trying to be racist?
8: Um, no, I do not know his um,
9: attention behind this. Um, but I can tell you this. Um, I've been in this country. I'm from China. been in this country for almost 11 years. I lived in Alabama, Georgia, Texas, ha- and I had never heard
1: anybody call me that C word um, all right that C word well what C word is it let, let, let's see if I can now find it somewhere uh, because this guy's this guy's about to lose every job he's ever had this uh it and by the way he's a stand-up comedian by the way he should be able to do this on stage I, I, I I'm sorry but he should be the, the, this is this is a farce if I can find it now wait oh I know where it is I know where I can Let's see, uh come in, there we go oh no, no, where is it? I wa- will this video play now? I might have to do it on my phone. Nothing is working now. All right, so let's see if I can find it on this phone. Mm, TMZ, because I, I want to play what he said when he came out, when the Chinese guy introduced him on stage. And I want, I want to know from your opinion, did he go too far? If he went too far, then okay, then. But I'm sorry, there's to me, there's no such thing as too far on a comedy stage. So it's short from threatening and and using terrible turtle serves. Let's see, here we go. Oh, goddamn ads, shit. Well, give me a second. here. Hold on a second. Oh, crap, 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 crap. Crip, crap, crap. Okay, hold on, hold on one second. Let's see. Unplug this. I'm this in here, right? That's what I do. No, 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 no. That's not what you plug in. Jesus, Arnie, what are you doing? What are you doing, Arnie? Come on. All right, here we go. This is the right thing to plug in. Bam. Now, play. And only,
8: Tony (laughs) (laughs) Hinchcliffe.
2: He walks on the stage. They're fast-forwarding one more time for the filthy little fucking shit that was just up here. <laughs> All you fucking race traders are hooping and hollering. I'm back there watching you puking in a fucking bucket. <laughs> oh, we make it a gunpowder. Oh, you want extra soy sauce. Oh, you borrow money from us. And you guys just eating it up, you fucking pussy.
1: Now. Do you understand what was... Be- do, do you understand what being a stand-up comedian is? Do, do do you understand that? So what what he said was a dirty little... And he made a lot of Asian references. Hmm. Did he go too far? I don't think... Look, man, I think at a, at a comedy show, short of just telling outright racist humor, or stereotyping watermelons or... Or, you know, something like that. I I don't know. I, I just, I, I thought the comedy club was a safe space. Yeah, it rhymed with clink. Did he have a chink in his armor? Yeah. Uh, if I was Chinese, I would buy my own suit of armor just for the joke alone. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. You could walk around being known as the chink in the armor. I mean, how genius is that? If this comedian, if this little guy who opened up, he should have worn that shit on stage. That's hysterical. We need to get names of everyone that laughed in the audience so we can cancel all of them. Oh, yeah. Well, that C word kind of bad, like the N word, but the rest was funny. Okay. So I guess, is that C word now, is that the new C word you're going to have to talk to the ladies. So so that C word is the N word for Chinese folks. Okay, so we can't say that one. I mean, I'm willing to play. Can I call them zipper heads? Fish heads? I mean, I I, I can go racist. I get the feeling uh, the comedian was trying to make a sarcastic point and it all backfired in the worst way. <laughs> he says, I'm a fan of cunt. Uh, it didn't sound funny to me, but it sounds like he was playing to the crowd that was in front of him. It made sense and been funny at the time, but out of context, it's easy to say, oh, oh totally out of context, but if that's the crowd, I don't know what this guy was saying before he got on stage. It is a great sentence enhancer. Yes, yes, cunt is a, an amazing enhancer, more so than even salt. <laughs> uh, so needless to say, Tony Hinchcliffe, nice knowing you. You're gone. Adios, amigo. So long. Sayonara. Oh, and now we have to do a story that oh, this story pains the shit out of me. You don't even know how much this story hurts me. Yesterday, ESPN announced that Kenny Mayne will be leaving the network. Now, that's not the part that hurts me. I was never really a big Kenny Mayne fan. The other announcement that ESPN made yesterday was that they are signing a contract extension with back, 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 Chris, don't call me Cartman Berman. Oh, fuck. There is nobody on that network I hate more. I refuse to watch the Home Run Derby if he is a part of it. Refuse. He sucks. Burt Be home bar- by 11. Now, I used to have, uh, is it in this phone? Let me see if it's in this. One. Uh, Context No, damn it Don't have it in this one either So I used to have ESPN's number To their front desk And I used to call And I would ask for Chris Berman And they would send me to his voicemail I'm not kidding Like he had an old school voicemail Hey, this is the Swam. I'm predicting that I'll call you back
2: Back, back, back
1: Fucking hate it. I do not have that number anymore. I, I have another number of theirs. Let's see if this one gets me to Chris Berman's office.
2: Thank
4: you for calling ESPN Customer Care. No. Did you know that many questions no. can be answered using our help site? No. Found at support. No. Dot- uh-uh.
1: No. Uh-uh. Here we go. Uh, ESPN uh, corporate. Corporate phone number. Core. Great. Corporate office number. Come on, give it to me. Give it to me, baby. This is another customer service. I think this is the same number I called. That's the same number I called. I'm calling bullshit. Yeah, it's the same number I called.
2: Thank you for calling ESPN Customer Care.
1: Did you know that many questions can be answered? Help site found port. No, that ain't it. That is not what I want. Oh, found it, found
4: it. Found, it. found it, found it, maybe. Thank you for calling ESPN. All calls are recorded for training and monitoring purposes. If you are calling ESPN for a tour, ESPN does not offer tours to the public. If you are calling ESPN for career and employment opportunities, please visit ESPNcareers.com for information. If you are calling with viewer comments and complaints for TV or radio programming, Mm -mm. press 1. To speak with an ESPN representative, press 2. Are you still there?
1: ESPN. Uh, Chris Berman's office, please.
4: One moment.
6: it's chris berman we're not in right now that's no surprise the case for most of us for quite a while but it is 2021 so a happy new year a safe and a smart new year to everybody as we move forward with uh, with hope and hopefully lots of light at the end of the tunnel please leave your name and number after the beep we'll get back to you as soon as we can
1: thanks for calling
4: Record your message at the tone. When you are finished, hang up or press pound for more options.
1: Well, I see they signed you back, 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 back to a deal. Oh, Boomer. Oh, how I've hated you ever since I first saw you. Oh, criminy sakes. Why did they bring you back? Sports was safe again. You're horrible. Bill Walton is better than you. Oh, bark, 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 bark. Shut up. There you go. I am so happy right now. I have saved that number into my phone. Oh. Uh, Ogre says that drives me up the fucking wall when a business or website makes you go through the labyrinth to find the answers yourself. Or go through forums. I have specific fucking questions, and I want to email or talk to someone, not spend an hour for something that's not there. Amen. Is Berman suddenly on Xanax? Is he drunk? Oh, that recording makes me, I cannot, st- I've never liked it. I've never liked Berman. Oh. Uh, ooh. Ooh. Oh, whoa. Ooh. <laughs> Oh, I'm smelling one for Monday. Oh, man. Celebrity-ass death match. Sports center anchors. Da-da-da, da da That one is gold. That one right there is gold. We're doing that one Monday. Wow. That one just hit me. Sometimes I'm really good at this job. <laughs> wait though ogre no no don't ogre why are you doing this to me even his commercials for car warranties suck the cum out of a statue's nuts they are they are bad but rick flair's doing them now Woo! i hate the rick flair commercials so much because i love rick flair He's wearing a robe into the, the car place. He's working there and somebody eats his lunch and he hits him with a tray. Woo! No, Ogre, I am not ca- You haven't seen those yet? Oh my oh, hold on a second here. Hold on. Uh, we have to Google this immediately. Rick Flair car shield. Commercial. Oh, this is oh you're gonna oh god damn it. This is fucking terrible. Oh dear God. Brush your teeth in less than ten seconds with a revolutionary toothbrush. Oh dear lord. Here we go. At
6: Car Shield, we're always looking for the brightest
3: talent.
2: Thank you for calling Car Shield. How may I help you? This
3: styling, profiling limousine ride, wheel and deal, and son of a gun is here to tell you that Car Shield administrators make sure you don't have to pay for expensive auto repairs.
2: Woo! We want our employees <laughs> to be themselves. <laughs> woo!
5: We encourage teamwork. And woo!
3: Where's my yogurt? Uh oh! Oh my God! Dear Lord!
2: (laughs) But at the end of the day, it's all good. God! He's got a family. Better
3: than anybody else alive. They're the money-saving roadside assistant, tow truck, getting rental car, providing son of a gun's protecting you from expensive car breakdowns. it's so painful. And one more thing: Car Shield cars go
1: farther. Woo. Woo! Now, I need to build Car Shield real quick because they got ad time on my show. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> the chair shot is gold. Where's my yogurt? How'd that taste? Woo! Ric Flair KFC commercial? Oh, no. Hold on a second. Rick Flair KFC. Com- oh, God Almighty. I don't know if I'm ready for this. Oh, is this it? Oh, dear God in heaven. Oh, I'm, I'm nervous.
2: Can I get one of those woo tickets? Excuse me? Oh, wait. One of those woo tickets.
7: It's not woo,
2: it's woo! Oh, I don't know, this is a lottery?
3: Woo! Woo! Introducing Ric Flair's new woo! Scratch off ticket for the North Carolina educational lottery with a top prize of $100,000. Enough to make anyone.
1: Oh, my God. That's fucking great. Where is the KFC one? Oh, he's got another lottery ticket one here. Hold on. We found gold, people. It takes
3: a lot to be the man.
1: He's at if Wu University. If on your styling and profiling, even your
3: knife hand chop, then you might be Woo. university material. But if you think you're ready for the... Woo. Right now, then so check out the two-scratch-off game from the North Carolina Education Lottery. That's enough to make anyone... uh, uh, uh what? Say, woo!
8: Come on! Woo! And again! Woo!
1: Oh, my God, dude. I am so moist right now. It's unbelievable. Where is this KFC ad? Oh, come on. Come on, Rick. KFC commercial. That's not it. Ric Flair. K. The entrance. Ric Flair is wearing a white robe. Please don't let him be carrying a bucket of chicken in. Don't let him be carrying a bucket of chicken in. Oh my God! He's got he's got the the necklace on, or, or the, the bolo tie. White all white robe except black socks. Woo! He's got the glasses on, he's got the goatee. I, I, I. Oh my god, is this it? This has gotta be it, right? What's for dinner,
8: Mom? (sighs) I have no idea. Ask your father. What's for dinner, Dad?
1: Ask your
3: mother.
8: Why don't you ask me?
1: Oh, that looks terrible. Uh oh. Uh oh. People aren't going to like this chicken. Oh, no, they aren't. You know, I came to this event to be entertained. What do you know about chicken, chicken? That's Dolph Ziggler. That, that ain't Ric, Ric Flair. I don't KFC's- want that. Shut up. Is there is there no KFC? Ric Flair? I, I don't know where it is. I'm sorry. I just don't know. Yeah, because that's Dolph Ziggler. That's not Ric Flair. Uh, let's see. He can't be hurting for money. Oh, yeah. Oh, he had to pay a shit ton of money to the government. Ric Flair was not doing well. Like, financially, he was doing terrible. He's had a couple divorces, bad investments. And now he's doing better now. He needs to start a video channel called WooTube. And from what I understand, Ric Flair is kind of a dick when it comes to, like, being at autograph shows and stuff. When WrestleMania was last here in Texas, Tommy tried to go to, like, the the fan thing, and Ric Flair was doing signings at another location. It was, like, 200 bucks to get in, and then it was, like, 200 bucks for his ticket or his autograph alone. I don't want to do shit like that. I would like to go to, hey, birthday idea, WrestleMania tickets for me next year. There you go. Actually, I need to contact WWE. Yeah, uh-huh. I found out that that shitty wrestling that's on Wednesday nights, AEW, is going to be coming to Garland. That's right. Most big shows go to Dallas, but this one's coming to G-Town. I'm trying to hit them up for some uh, some media passes so me and Tommy can go and make fun of all the wrestlers. If Rick Flair hadn't stupidly blown his money, we wouldn't be graced by the heavenly glory of these ads. Amen. Man, I had no idea the lottery scratcher tickets were thing. I I want a Ric Flair lottery scratcher. Arnie doesn't know about Southpaw Regional Wrestling. No, I I, I don't know that. Oh, did for Southpaw Regional Wrestling spots, but they're still great. Okay, all right, all right, cool. Uh, all right, but uh, I do like the idea of an ESPN uh, anchors celebrity death match for Monday. So I will work on that this here weekend. Right now, it's time, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, celebrity, celebrity yes. death, death
2: mad. 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 TV, TV. Mom.
1: In our first segment of this, we saw Roseanne take down Edith Bunker, June Cleaver to make it to the final four with her gal, with her pal, with with, with with Florida Evans, trying, but didn't make it that far because Carla Tortelli ripped her a new one. So, Ask Family, are you ready? Yeah, we can stop that music now. Yeah, right, there we go. Here we go. No, I do not know about South Park. It was the best wrestling promotion in the 80s. Lethal Yeep Ear was their biggest pay-per-view. Let's go, Mrs. Tanner. Oh, wait, she's dead. All right, here we go. First matchup. Are we ready? First one I give you. The mom. Oh. Who was known to imbibe a little bit on the old drinky-drinky especially when her husband would call their son a dumbass. I give you Kitty Foreman from that 70s show. She will be taking on the woman who's supposed to be the funniest woman ever on TV. I don't know. But she gave us the I Love Lucy show. I give you Lucy Ricardo, Kitty Foreman. Lucy Ricardo, who you? Ya- lucy ricardo wins easy man knocking out kitty foreman so quickly wow okay man oh man this is a battle of the carols i give you the woman that hung out with michael landon for so long with their blind kid i give you the mom from little house on the prairie carol ingalls And she is taking on a lovely lady who is managing three girls of her own when she ran into a guy who had three boys and they became the Brady Bunch. I'm talking about Carol Brady. Carol Ingalls? Carol Brady. Carol Ingalls? Carol Brady. Ah! Ask family, who you got? with the last name of Brady. Carol Brady moves on. Okay. All right. Next matchup. Oh. We give you the lady that confused a lot of people when they called her Mrs. C. Hey, you can't call a mom, that. No, no, it's Cunningham. Marion Cunningham from Happy Days taking on Jill Taylor, the woman that had to put up with Tim and all those weird boys running around in the neighbor whose face you never saw on Home Improvement. So, Marion Cunningham, Jill Taylor, ass family, who you got? Tried to get a little closer at the end, but it is over. Ass family, it is over. And let me just say, hey, uh, Marion Cunningham moves on. Wow. Now, I give you the final matchup. This is going to be, this this one's going to be huge. You guys ready? I give you the mom from Modern Family. I'll give you Claire Dumpy. You know, she had the, the, the two hot daughters and the stupid son and the stupid husband. Claire Dumpy taking on the one and only Peg Bundy. If you need to ask who Peg Bundy is, you don't need to be playing this game. Peg Bundy from Married with Children versus Claire Dumpy. Who ya got?
8: Hey, hey, hey.
5: It's Albert.
0: And I'm gonna sing a song
1: for you. And Bill's gonna show you a thing or two. Oh, stop it. Oh, this is mad. Oh my god! Oh dear Lord! With my she's got a family! Good God, she's dead. Peg Bundy moves on easy. Uh Uh-oh. Now, to get to the final four, here we go. Ask family, are you ready? First matchup. I give you Lucille Ball. Taking on Carol Brady from the Brady Bunch. Lucille Ball, Carol Brady, S family who ya got margins. Lucille Ball has moved on barely. Oh, that was, oh, wow. That was close. And now final matchup to get to the final four of this round. Ask family. It's simple. Marion Cunningham from happy days taking on Peg Bundy married with children. Marion versus Peg. Ask family, who you got? Wow, I I appreciate, I I do appreciate the one vote for Marion Cunningham, but Peg Bundy moves on. So, in our non-first official Mount Rushmore of dot, 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 the Mount Rushmore of TV moms, according to the ass family. Roseanne, Carla Tortelli. Lucille Ball and Peg Bundy. I like it. The winner's face will go where Washington's face goes on Mount Rushmore. But that will be the all-time greatest right there. So there you go. We will figure out who goes where when we come back after our next segment on the show. Let's see. I want to do, oh, yeah. You get rid of that one. Actually, no. Let's play that one. I like that song.
9: Sifting through my ashes Some will fall in love with life And drink it from a fountain That is pouring like an avalanche Coming down the mountain
7: 376,
1: easy, easy. Man, oh man, Tim, that one's tough. By the way, uh, the joke is up on TikTok now. Christopher Reeves joke that Tim told me. So thank you, uh, Tim. No, I didn't give you any credit for it, but uh, it's okay. I'll take all the blame. Then he offers up a matchup that wasn't in there. This would. Maybe we'll have to somehow do this. I don't know how I'm going to do this. That's a great idea, though. He has Peg Bundy versus Gemma Teller. Who you got? I mean, that's not bad right there. Still going to take Peg. See, it's roles played by the same person. We could do a death match. Now, now, next death match is definitely ESPN. We got wrestlers coming up because Tommy's going to be here. But what about this? And there's not going to be a lot of people we can do it with. People have had to be in 16 movies. We'll have to see what their Mount Rushmore of movies would be. I like this idea a lot. I like this a whole lot, Tim. Thank you. Like, we could do Burt Reynolds movies. We get the Bandit against uh, the director of Boogie Nights. Gator against his character in, uh, who's he, what's it? Uh, Deliverance. Sharky against Heat. Heat. I, I mean, oh, this this could be good here. This could be really good. I like it. I like it a lot. Like it a lot. But first, before we get back to celebrity ass death match, there's a bunch of stuff we gotta still talk about. If you're worried that I'm going off at noon today, uh, no worries there. I'm gonna be past noon today. I'm just letting you our past my my the time I've been getting off. Been doing like three to three and a half hour shows. We'll see. Might be a four, maybe. We'll see, because I'm off tomorrow. I've been asked by a couple people. Tommy Tommy just scratched it. He can hardly watch wrestling today. I can watch it. Tonight, new Dark Side of the Ring. Looking forward to it. By the way, on the Vice Network. No, they don't pay me. Rob Lowe, we can call it Low Lives. Oh, I'm going to think about this this weekend. I might have one to break on you next week. That's right. I'm going to work this weekend. That's what I do. That's what I do. I, pl- I plug away. I come up with amazing games that we can play on this show and have fun. And you don't have to worry about what's going on in the real world. Uh, I've been asked uh, what I think about today's pr- pro wrestling and wh- what it's missing. Well, first of all, it's missing any good talkers. For that, th- That's the main thing it's missing. Anybody who can fucking comment on the mic. Everybody's terrible. They're too stiff. Nobody's good. And the other thing is, it's really stupid now. We've gone back to the cartoons. Last night on AEW Wrestling, there's a scene where one faction defeated another faction last week, and they are gloating about it in the ring, and the other faction drove up in what looked like was some sort of Jeep, and it had some sort of cannon on it that was, I guess, hooked to a big giant champagne bottle. And then they sprayed them down in the ring with that. Uh, excuse me. Excuse me. As they would say in the wrestling world, gimmick infringement. That has done been done not once, but twice already. Stone Cold Steve Austin shooting The Rock, Mr. McMahon, and Shane McMahon in the middle of the ring with beer. Happened once. Happened a second time, and it was hysterical because it was the same company, but now it was Kurt Angle who was attacking Stone Cold Steve Austin in Sacramento, California, with Arnie State sitting third row, and you can see me when he squirts him down with a milk truck. The idea that they did last night—shit, terrible. Yeah, Christopher, if you want to give me—if you want to go see the Spiral movie. Uh, and we can figure out, like Monday, you uh, either call in or you can email me your quick review, like a paragraph or two. And how would you review it? Do would you would is this a must see at the theater? This is the way we review movies here on this show. Must see in the theater. You can wait for it on pay per view. HBO is like three stars, like, like out of the five HBO, or four stars. Free TV is the lowest rating. If you say I can wait for it to come out on free TV, that means I'm going to watch it on FX or something. But there you go, Christopher. Yes, thank you. Thank you for going to see Spiral. Appreciate that. But by the way, that wasn't the dumbest thing that was done on wrestling television this week. So the WWE has this character named The Fiend, which is a really stupid character. They've gone back to the old Undertaker days where people have special powers now, and that's horse shit. But he's given it to his special powers to Alexa Bliss, who they've turned into some creepy-looking scumbag raggedy Ann doll. She used to be one of the hottest chicks on that show, and she was in a tag match uh, with with with. I don't know who her partner was, but it was against this really ugly chick and this really fat chick. The fat chick is related to The Rock. But the ugly chick was beating up Alexa Bliss's partner, and the partner somehow got away, and the ugly chick was going to walk over and tag the fat girl. Well, Alexa Bliss did magic on her and made her knees buckle. I'm not kidding. Makes her wobbly and fall down. She went with her hand. Bray Wyatt just sucks all around. He's a fat Undertaker in a sausage casing. Let me just say this right now. I would say never compare Bray Wyatt ever to The Undertaker. The Undertaker was fucking awful. Bray Wyatt, look, this fiend character, it needs to go the fuck away. It is stupid. I think the WWE came up with that character because no fans were there. Get rid of this shit. Get rid of this fiend stuff. Let's bring back some talented workers in the ring and people that know how to talk on a fucking microphone, for Christ's sake. They're out there. It all started with Kevin Sullivan doing Satan shit back in the 70s and 80s. It did. Look, look, I I ain't going to lie. Look, some of that stuff I get. Papa Shango had the fucking thing, and then he turned into a pimp? Remember the, the, the boogeyman that eat worms in, in the ring? I mean, they, they've had all these gimmicks. See, we're past the day of, of super stupid gimmicks, of cartoony gimmicks. I saw, oh, there's a new one, AEW Cody Rhodes is bringing back his daddy's character, the... Because Cody Rhodes... He's the son of Dusty Rhodes, one of the greatest wrestlers ever. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. And uh, Dusty was known as the American Dream. Well, his son has taken the moniker of the American Nightmare. And he has a little bit of lisp, not as much as Dusty. Needs to work on a little bit. But for a pay-per-view that they're doing, he's going to bring, because some British wrestler beat him and covered him in in a British flag. So now the American Dream is coming back. I, I tell you this right now, if, if, and I can't think. I can't think that he won't come out to this. I mean, honestly, this is the only, if you're going to take your daddy's character, the dream back right now, I don't necessarily need you in the polka dots like he used to wear. I, I, I actually, I don't, I hate the polka dots. But. Hey. God, you got to love the American dream. His son's not so much. If he doesn't come, he is not worth the fucking hair on his nuts if he don't come to the ring playing that song right there. I ain't going to get the pay-per-view. I just want to hear about it. Uh, have you seen the Fiend rape shorts? No. They say, let me in on the front right over the dick. Jesus. Uh, if he wasn't dead, they could have used Paul Bear to help the Fiend. Yeah, absolutely. Now, see, that wouldn't be bad. Bring that character back. I just, I, I don't know. Today's rest, I just keep hoping it, it makes that turn. Yeah, oh, yeah, the polka dots were a major slap in Dusty's face. But he had to do that to work at that time. Because he had burned some NWA bridges, and he was a booker and all this kind of stuff, but he had to do it. I hate the fucking polka dots. I try not to I, I try not to remember that time with Dusty. He was way too fat then. Had that weird birthmark on his gut. He's still the dream, though. All right. So, I, I've covered the wrestling enough. Yeah, the wrestling, it's just shit today. But, hey, Dark Side of the Ring tonight. Awesome TV show. Uh... Dave Coe sent me a video yesterday, and, oh, Jesus. Now, I had seen the video already. This is one of the fucking greatest hits I've ever seen in my life, and it was at a peewee football camp. Little kids, are wearing Titans uniform. This one kid looks like he's either fixing to try to play cornerback or linebacker when things go horribly awry. All right, little, little kid, little white kid. Down, say hut. Other kid running. Boom! The thunder was brought. This other black kid's running at him. Boom! Ha ha yata! He lowers his head and just destroys this tackler. Boom! I mean, this is fucking fantastic. These are peewee kids. And of course, of course, youth football coach seen in viral video fired. Drill causes massive outrage. <laughs> D. This is why you have to have tackling drills. This is why you can't say no tackling until the 10th grade. This kid's a little kid. He got blown the fuck up because he shouldn't have been trying to tackle that kid that was a foot taller than him. That kid lowered his head and took that kid off his feet. He led with the helmet flag. But the problem is they never call offensive players for that. Every offensive player lowers his head. Every running back, I didn't see one running back flagged last year in college or in the NFL for doing that. I, I agree. Huh, Mom? I thought the hit was fucking outstanding. Uh, okay. Christopher Dugan, a lawyer for the North Carolina Wesley Chapel Wedding Athletic Association, said he first learned about this tape in September of 2020 and launched an investigation. This drill occurred back in 2020 on a team with a first year coach of the program. This was addressed immediately with the coach when it happened, as it was deemed not acceptable drill for this age group. I thought it was fucking awesome. All these people are tweeting out. Whoever's responsible for this shit emoji should be put in jail. Or they should be given an Oscar. God damn. The problem is, yes. Are the kids too small for this? Yeah, For this drill, maybe. The problem is the, the kid on the right is too small for it. If you had a kid that was on the uh, – the, the, the white kid who's getting blown up by the black kid, if the defender would have been as big as the running back, I don't think the hit would have been so egregious. Is it a bad hit? Oh, it's fucking terrible You don't want to see your kid hit like that on the field. You don't want to see a pro hit like that on the field. But the shit happens. It's football. Backs are allowed to lower their heads between the tackle box. I've seen – wait, 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 wait. I don't mean just running backs. I understand that. Wide receivers duck their heads when they're running. Kick returners duck their heads when they're going through groups. It's never called on the offensive side. Look, I think that there should be rules that that guard players from head targeting and shit like that. But we've all watched enough high school or, or not high school, but college football games, and we see this flag called all the time when it's nowhere near the head. It's a fifteen yard penalty, no matter what, even though they wave it and say, "Oh, that kid's not," uh, kicked out of the game, because they kick kids out of the game in college football for it. And they have to miss half of the next game. It's a brutal punishment. And, by the way, getting hit in the head is part of the game. I'm sorry. I, I, I'd i like to get rid of head injury. You want to get rid of head injuries? Fine, get rid of the fucking helmets. We'll see how much they protect themselves then. We'll see who leads with their head. We'll see who ducks their head then. They kick him out in high school, and they miss the entire next game? That's horse shit. I, I mean, look, as long as the kid's not intentionally spearing people with his helmet, I can understand an intentional spear on somebody or constantly leading with the head on defensive plays, yes. But there are ways to teach people to tackle to keep your head up. And a lot of times what happens is, this is what happens. These are the college plays that I see happen a lot. They're teaching these kids how to tackle with their heads up so these defenders are going into these guys head first, right? Because if they don't lower their head, they're they're running into them chest to chest, face to face, and their face masks hit. No, that's a blow to the head. Well, I I don't know what he's supposed to do. Is he supposed to just throw his body at his knees? Because if you do that at a quarterback, you're going to get kicked out of the game. Oh, I remember that hit with your kid when he sacked that quarterback. That was a clean as shit hit. That clean that that hit was clean as the driven snow. I remember that. That was one of the greatest hits I saw next to this kid. I mean, your son might need to take lessons from this kid running the ball because this kid blow. I mean, I'm watching it. I can't stop watching this kid get blown up. Said, "Hut." All right, one, two, three, four, bio. Jesus, Titans are going. Man, we wish we had somebody to hit like that. Derrick Henry hits big, but he don't hit like that. Youth football has been under the national spotlight for the past few years with studies showing a decline in participation in the game. Yes, because the world is full of pussies now. That's why. We're not going to let our kids play football. Michael Wilbon, guy from Pardon the Interruption, has come out and said, oh, I won't let my kids play no football. Why not? It's too dangerous. Is it really? You'll still go and you'll still talk and you'll still be a fan of the Bears, but your kid's too good to play. Even though he wants to play, yeah, you're not going to let him play. Okay, yeah, parent of the year, right there. Good job. Yeah, uh, I'm with you, Tim. It didn't look like a trained head lead with the head kid looked like he knew what he was doing by playing football. The other kid didn't know what he was doing, probably for a few days, because <laughs> he got blowed the fuck up. Oh man. don't know why i'm doing this story oh i i oh jesus okay hold on a second i i have to i have to oh god i gotta find this phone number on, give it to me. There we go. Oh, shit. That's a local number. The Tyson Company, the Tyson Chicken Company, is blaming underperforming roosters for U.S. chicken shortage. A bunch of underperforming cocks that aren't producing with the chicks, leading to a shortage at Tyson Foods. The Springdale, Arkansas-based company, one of the largest producers of poultry and other meats, said earlier this week it's struggling to ramp up the chicken supply.
4: Thank you for calling Tyson Foods. Rosani, Dallas, Texas, location. If you know your party's 3G extension, you may dial it at any time. Press 1 for shipping and receiving. Nope. 2 for quality assurance. Mm. Press human resource manager. Press 4 for refrigeration manager.
5: Mm.
4: Press 5 for USDA. Press 6 for parts room. No. 7 for maintenance manager. Press 8 for safety manager. No. 9 for plant manager. No. 0 for assistance. Thank you. Oh, the plant manager. Plant manager. Okay. Yeah. Hit nine. Plant manager.
5: Hi, this is Stephen Taylor with Tyson
1: Foods. Please leave a message.
4: Record your message at the tone. When you are finished, hang up or press pound for more options.
1: Uh, Yes, my name is Arlo Jenkins, and I was just reading about your shortage because of underproducing cocks that you have at your plant. Have you ever thought about turning the lights down low? Maybe putting some good music on? Maybe then the cocks will enjoy some of the chicks that are there for them to do the nasty with. Maybe. Have you thought about that? Have you thought about maybe a new lubricant system? I'm just here to help, brother, because I love chicken. That is on that man's voicemail. (laughs)
8: Lower
1: the lights and play porno music. By the way, by the way, this is one of the things you can sponsor. You can sponsor crank calls to the Arnie State Show on this show. Now, that was porn and chicken right there. <laughs> I don't know where this shit comes up in my head. It just does. It just lives there. This is so fantastic. You see them? They're going to serve them oysters. <laughs> Do you think they have any fluffers? They got some really ugly chickens around there warming up the roosters. Oh, tell me the back. Oh, yeah, the background music's on there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All that was on there. Yes, the background music made the voicemail. Oh, my God. That was a fun. We've had some good calls this last week. Duracell has been great. That one was fucking great. <laughs> that's corno music. Yeah, baby. <laughs> I say, Foghorn Leghorn would like a word. Why well, they got a big blame in the man? Oh, yeah, sure, it's the man's fault. Always the man's fault, Tyson Chicken. Oh, that's so funny. Sometimes I make myself laugh, so there you go. Adios, man. I'm going to go fucking chicken cavity. All right, Ogre. Uh, you have a great day. Have an awesome weekend, my friend. Arnie is giving us twice the show today to make up for tomorrow. You see how hard this man works for $2.99 a month, people? God bless the Arnie State Show. Yes, Christopher. You should be on a street corner yelling that. <laughs> I-, I just find these stories, and it- it's just the luck of the world that I'm in the mood that I'm in sometimes. Some fucking asshole vodka company over in Russia decided, hey, why don't we open a plant in Chernobyl? Well, due to the nuclear fallout that's there, still, sir, vodka made with apples and other ingredients from Chernobyl seized in the Ukraine. Boy, that vodka will fuck you up. One shot of that and you've got an arm coming out of your neck. What? No, it, it isn't like the half-life like 500 years. It hasn't been 500 years. Sure, that's how far Chernobyl is now in the past with present world. But you still have to wait the entire time. Let's go ahead and ship this out. Did anybody try it at the company? The Chernobyl Spirits Company, a company that I would never drink anything from. Attempted to ship 1,500 bottles of its, uh, and it's called Atomic Vodka. Just stop. Just stop. Atomic Vodka.
5: Isn't it ironic?
1: God bless those people. God bless them for naming it Atomic Vodka. That is the perfect name. Just a quick waffle of the fumes will grow you an extra butthole. <laughs> oh. The vodka was made with some ingredients that were harvested from the area near Chernobyl. No, you can't make anything with that. How does it even stay in the glass? The vodka is coming alive. It's made. I, I thought vodka was made with potatoes, not apples. Oh, they were. They were potatoes that turned into apples after the leak. I mean, seriously. Holy Christ Almighty. That's fantastic. Now, this is going to lead us into a trip that we have to take. We've all heard the story about this horrible shooting that happened at Times Square recently, right? <clears throat> right? And you know what? This story, I actually have to start this story with one of these here. I I, I do. I'm sorry. Well, I don't want to sound like a dickhole, but I told you so. I believe a little four-year-old girl was shot. Was she, I, I, was she killed? Was, was the girl shot and killed, or is this the one the police officer was running with? Well, police have now uh, arrested the suspect accused of opening fire right there in uh, New York City. New York City! Not really the time or place. Um, it's a sad story. Um, Sources claim that 31-year-old Farrakhan Muhammad was arrested Wednesday morning in Florida. Now, now, I know it was just a few weeks ago. I told you the first place they look is Florida. If you commit a heinous crime in New York, they're going to Florida. This motherfucker got nabbed while eating at a McDonald's in Florida. Of course they're going to find you. You're in Florida. Thank God they got this guy. What a piece of shit. Oh, and he's wearing socks and sandals. Oh, that's just that. No. It looks like the same guy so d- d- just hey hey whenever you break up and this is anywhere not just New York hey this is all police if you if you commit a heinous crime ask family members first of all don't call me I, I can't help you out I'm gonna call you when I commit a heinous crime but you can't call me it's just that's that's where our relationship works and that's why we love each other Um. But whatever you do, don't go to Florida. Don't, no, 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 no. Don't stay away from Florida. Go into Missouri or something. Nobody looks for anybody in Missouri. Florida, everybody's going to look for you there. So there you go. There you go. Now, uh, I, I think we, we have to make a, a trip. Everyone
2: from Florida is stupid. Everyone from Florida is dumb. I might not be the brightest guy, but next to them, my IQ's high. If they had guitars, here's how they'd strum. Make no mistake, Florida is the
1: South's trash can. Ah, Santa Rosa Sheriff's Office. Are working hard to identify the remains they found in the yard of Johnny Edwards' maleism, 60 years old. Tipster to the Butler County Sheriff's Office in Alabama on Sunday said that he killed Cynthia Hoover with a hatchet, and then buried her body under a burn pit behind his home in Florida. Now, why would anybody know that? See, this is something you don't tell. Look, if you're going to hack somebody up with a hatchet, you don't tell anybody. The end. And you especially don't tell anybody where the body is. If you tell them you did it, that's one thing. You tell them you did it, and then where you put it, you're a dumb fuck from Florida. W.E.A.R. reported that the woman who tipped authorities had tried to get help with, uh, from him with the body. <laughs> She's known the man for 15 years. She told investigators he asked her to be on lookout while he buried the body. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Good job. He killed a Hoover. That sucks. There you go. That-a-kid. <laughs> hey, 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 I've trained y'all well. Trained y'all well. That ain't our only story, though. Oh, boy. This one here. This, this is just pathetic on so many levels. 28-year-old Audrey Frasquinini. is accused of posing as a high school student in a vain attempt to boost her count on social media. I'm not making this up. She snuck into American Senior High School in Florida with pamphlets promoting her Instagram page. She wore a backpack and carried a skateboard as she wanted, uh, wandered the halls filming herself and asking students to follow her account. How sad is your life that you want kids to follow you? When a security guard approached her, by the way, by the way, I would like to point out once again, They want to bitch and moan about fucking guns in school. How did this woman get in the school? Because she was approached by a security guard and she said she was looking for the registration office. They let her go. They t- tried to stop her again, but she kept walking and left school grounds. Okay, that—that's just so fucking pathetic. She's trying to get what? What? It, whoa, wait. Oh well, let's just see. Audrey, let's, it, it, is is her Instagram page still up? Well, we have to search. Audrey. Uh huh. Fran. Fran C I S Q U U I N I. Well, there she is, right there, Audrey Fastoney. Protect her, uh, protect our children. She has three posts and fourteen hundred followers. Do I want to follow her? No, I don't want to follow her. I want to tell her what kind of fucking idiot she is. She was ta- police founder, and uh, they tracked her down through her Instagram page. Why? Because she's a genius. They arrest her and charges of burglary, interfering with school function, and resisting arrest without violence. The judge should make her get off social media. Oh, that would kill her. That would absolutely that would be torture to her Can you imagine that if we punish kids the way they should be punished today take their cell phone away- you take their cell phone away from them they might kill themselves I, and i'm i am i am not kidding these kids they they rely on that phone that phone is their safety blanket mm this twenty eight year old gal same way Sad, sad story. Now, a lot of you people out there are thrill seekers. You like to do crazy, wild things. I'm, I'm not a big fan of that stuff. I'm I'm too old and fat. I remember I had to go to Chicago. Well, I didn't have to go. I went to Chicago once, and we went up into the uh, into the Franklin Tower, the Sears Tower. We went there. And of course, we went all the way to the top, and I stood in the glass-bottom room. Mm-hmm. A uh, little, 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 little closet. You stand in that, and you look down, and there's nothing below your feet. It's it's fucking terrible. It's the tallest building in America, or was at one time. Well, after a thrill seeker in China was stuck on a glass-bottom bridge in the aftermath of a hurricane-strength wind that... No, no, Steve Austin didn't come walking out. No, the glass blew away. He had to cling to life on the rail and barely crawled away with his life. This is why you don't walk on any kind of damn glass bridges. There's a new one that they got that 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 acts like it breaks when you walk on it. How about you go fuck yourself with that bridge? No, uh-uh, I, I ain't doing that. Here, here's some idiot don't want any damn bridges. This is in the uh, Hayden City of North China. You walk. Oh my God. He's leading a group, and it acts like the glass breaks. Why, why why, would you do that? Just fuck yourself. No, uh-uh. I don't want anything to do with that. That's dumb. Now, I am strictly only doing this story for the sound effect that I can play with it. This is not funny. This is not right. It's horrible. Some crazy, unhinged man... Running the streets of New York City. New York City! Not important. Didn't care what was going on, and he was swinging a, a, I guess, just randomly swinging a suitcase around. And he hit a two-year-old girl in the face.
5: In the face!
1: No! no, that's not where that goes. No, 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 no. This is where this goes back down here. Wait, what the hell happened? Okay, yeah, that's right. Okay, now we're good. Okay, beds, music beds, bed sound effects. So we got tricked those around. Okay. Okay. Alright, good. Now we're set. Uh Small laceration. She was treated on the scenes, but it it just led me to this right here. This little two-year-old. It's a sad story, but...
2: I don't care what color your belt is. You're a child, and I am stronger than you. Oh, fool yourself. Fool yourself. She was the one strutting around Pizza Hut with that trophy. Yeah, who's the girls' regional youth karate champ now, Kelsey? Huh? That's
1: all I thought about when I saw that story. That is all I thought about. Who's the youth girls karate champion now, Chelsea? <laughs> that would be the dream right there. Oh my God! Oh, I I know I'm going to hell. I know. I, you don't even have to tell me. I know. Uh, all right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, are you ready? It is time for
7: celebrity
2: deathmatch TV Fuck,
7: I'm so good at that.
1: Are we ready for this? Let's go, ass family. Let's get it on. All right. The final four is set. First matchup in our final four. This is the Mount Rushmore, by the way, of dot, 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 TV moms, according to the ass family. First matchup. We have the mom that got kicked off her own show, who had a fat husband and nothing but ugly kids. Her name is Roseanne. And she is taking on a woman that is tougher than a two-dollar steak, who's got about fifty-eight kids, and is a barmaid in Boston, Carla Tortelli. Roseanne versus Carla Tortelli. Ask family. I simply ask, who ya got?
7: I've got this feeling so appealing for us to get together and sing, sing! Ring, 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 banana phone! Ding, dong, ding, dong, ding, dong, ding, banana phone! It grows in bunches. I've got my hunches. It's the best. Beats the rest. Cellular, modular, interactive, modular. Ring, 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 ring. Banana phone. Boop, 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 boop. Ding dong, ding dong, ding dong, ding. Banana phone. Uh, it's no baloney. I'm not a
1: phony. I'm a
7: cellular,
1: bananular phone. By one vote, Roseanne moves on. TV Moms, where she will be facing off the winner of this epic slobber knocker. Having the one and only black and white icon Lucille Ball taking on a mom who couldn't cook. Clean or give a damn about her family. I give you Peg Bundy, both redheads, Lucille Ball, Peg Bundy, Ass Family. Who ya got? <laughs> Oh, you gotta stop it. You have to stop this now. Oh, this is oh, this is ugly. This is a beating, ladies and gentlemen. Oh my gosh, you didn't think redheads could do that to one another. S Family Peg Bundy moves on. So our finals are set. For the front face of the Mount Rushmore of TV moms according to the Arnie State show. The matchup is set. Roseanne from Roseanne and the Connors is taking on Peg Bundy from Married with Children. Ask family, who ya Bundy came from behind. Something I guess Al was known for. Whoa! (laughs) There you go. Celebrity-ass deathmatch. I gotta keep that out. I gotta keep that so I can send that to the the guy for the first one. Uh, Celebrity-ass deathmatch. So you can sponsor that, too. Brought to you by you know, Dave Co's building. Give Dave Coe a call. If you need a deck built, call Dave Co. See, I can do stuff like that. Uh, you got the banana phone stuck in my head. That, that's the reason why I do that, because it'll be stuck in my head all day, too. And I love that song. I love the banana phone song. That was one of my all-time favorites. Uh, all right, that's going to do it for today and, uh, obviously, tomorrow. Cause tomorrow I've got business stuff going on and I ain't gonna be there. So. Yes, yeah, Lucy had kids on the show. She had little Ricky, little Ricky, and didn't they have a little girl too? Hortense, wasn't was that her name? No, okay, I don't know. Uh, but yeah, she had, yeah, she had kids. And, uh, yeah, so next week, remember, we have Celebrity Ass Deathmatch. Not only the wrestlers one, but we got to wait for Tommy. Uh, we also have ESPN Anchors. That one's going to be fun to do because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go back in time. I think they all have to be alive, so I can't put, well, I don't know. I don't know yet. Charlie Steiner's going to be on there for sure. And then we have the new version of it where we're going to do the Mount Rushmore of somebody's career. I think you guys like that one. Did you guys like that idea? Like Burt Reynolds movies and we get the the, the, the the Mount Rushmore of Burt Reynolds movies and then the front part of it. Did you like that? Yeah, I, I just need to know. Uh, Tim says I'll be checked out for that one because I've never watched ESPN. All right, fair enough. Uh, Dave Co says, bye everyone. Have a good three days. All right, you too. Uh, we will be back on Monday. Same Arnie time, same Arnie channel. Until then, please remember, every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you're in there. So until. T- Ooh, Al Pacino. Hoo ha! That's who we could start with. We might be well, is a celebrity deathmatch, could be gone next week. I'm just telling you that right now. So uh, until Monday, hell yeah. Uh, Adios, uh, everybody. I got to get the music ready. Oh, there it is.
2: He
6: was sitting there beside me, throwing doubles down. When he ordered up his third one, he looked around. Then he looked at me said, I do believe I'll have one more. He said, I hate this bar and I hate to drink. But on second thought, tonight I think I hate everything. Then he opened up his bill phone and threw a 20 down. And the faded photograph fell out and hit the ground. And I picked it up. He said, thank you, bud. I put it in his hand. He said, I probably ought to throw this one away. Because she's the reason I feel this way. Why I hate everything. I hate my job, and I hate my life And if it weren't for my two kids, I'd hate my ex-wife I know I should move on, and try to start again But I just can't get over her, leaving me for him Then he shook his head, and looked down at his ring Said I hate everything that one bedroom apartment Where I get my mail
5: Is really not
6: a home It's more like a jail With a swimming pool And a parking lot view Man, it's just great I hate summer Winter, fall, and spring Red and yellow Purple, blue, and green I hate everything I hate my job And I hate my life And if it weren't for my two kids I'd hate my ex-wife I know I should move on And try to start again But I just can't get over her Leaving me for him he shook his head and looked down at his ring said, I hate everything I babe, I'm coming home, we're going to work this out. I paid for his drinks, and I told him thanks. Thanks for everything.
2: I don't care what color your belt is, you're a child, and I am stronger than you. Oh, boo yourself! fool yourself she was the one strutting around pizza hut with that trophy yeah who's
9: the girls regional youth karate champ now kelsey eh? you've been listening to the arnie state show at arnie stop it stop it stop
2: stop 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 talking
4: um i i did just want to take a moment to thank everybody fine now
2: i am going to go get late
4: goodbye see you tomorrow hey, hey.